Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We interrupt this program to bring you a special bulletin. You're listening to BTW. I'm Walk at Dad 17. You're listening to BTW. Good luck and get good. You're listening to BTW. I am Dino. Good luck and get good. You're listening to BTW. And we're going to drop some PvP gold. I'm AstroZombie954. And we're going to drop some ping ping knowledge. You're listening to BTW. Good luck and get good. You're listening to BTW. And we're going to drop some ping ping knowledge on all you suckers. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of china's favorite pokemon go podcast the btw beginner to winner pvp podcast i'm wildcat dad 17 i'm matthew breaker and i'm magic mason and today is monday april 17th and yeah matthew we're we're, we're china's favorite pokemon podcast i was very surprised i was so confused <laughs> correct me mason correct me if i'm wrong pokemon go is still banned in china correct I, I actually didn't know that, but uh, I believe you because I um, thought it was just um, banned in Russia. I thought it was never available in China, like ever, because I remember seeing I think it was Zoe that went through and tried to actually like play when she was in the airport on a layover and nothing would spawn in any like the eggs that she hatched showed no location data. That's hilarious, actually. I didn't I, I had no idea, but um, that's definitely an interesting fact and definitely something I might have to look up to see where um, <laughs> you can't play Pogo at. Yeah. So but apparently we hit like number 18 in, in on the gaming charts for China this week. I'm That's like, impressive. Crap is this? How did they even find us? <laughs> uh, but this week we have a we have a good show and obviously we have a, a special guest here. Mason, welcome in. Thank you for joining us, Mr. Toronto Regional Champion. Fort Wayne top four, top three, something like that. Top competitor? four, yeah. Top four. I couldn't remember. I know you made it deep, but I was listening in the car while driving to the finals. Yeah, and I was just happy to get another medal was my goal for the day two. So <laughs> barely, barely sneaking at that uh, range, getting top four. How many, how many medals are you at? Car. Oh, go ahead. Uh, that's that's two. So you get you get one for top four. And um, I actually haven't made top eight before I won Toronto. And then Fort Wayne was my second top eight, um, both result, resulting in top fours and medals as well. Look at this guy. I was just hoping to get top 16 and came up literally one fast move, a half a second short. Oh, that, uh, yeah. It is, oh. it is always nice just to get top 16. So, like, you get it. At least you have something, like the cards to take home, those, exactly. those couple of facts. That was my goal. That was, <laughs> that was where I was aiming for. The consolation um, prize. Yeah, the consolation prize. I would have taken it. Look, I, considering I went 0-2 at NAIC last year, 
four and two top 32 at, at Fort Wayne. I'll take that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fort, Fort Wayne was a stacked field too, honestly. Holy I, mean, I never realized it was so stacked either until I started looking. I was like, cause I looked at group. I think it was, what was it? Group B. That was the group, your group, the group of death, like everybody. Um, and I'm like, look at group D. It's like, I don't feel so bad about this. And I was like, Oh wait, there's Crimson K. There's beach. There's Trent. There's onion Frank. There's, Oh, okay. Never mind. This isn't going to be such an easy road here. <laughs> but yeah, so we do have a couple new couple new reviews before we hop in and talk about what the week was. Uh, we got the first one says, "I got good. I listen every week. Most other po- um, most other great podcasts are over before you know it. Not this one. I really want to see you guys crack five hour podcasts. I know you can." Hell no. Hell Much no. <laughs> love uh, from Australia. P.S. My t-shirt size is 3XL from Claytron. Claytron thinks he's winning the shirt already. All right. Yeah. All right. I like the confidence. I like the confidence. And then from Astrocity to Legend. There's not much I can say about this podcast other than it covers all aspects of Pogo. Pogo news? Check. GBL tips and tricks? Check. Humor? Check. Viewer interaction? Check. They give us the good, the bad, and the ugly of Pogo. You will improve from just listening from this podcast. Just avoid deleting turt twigs and building the same Pokemon test. Condensing core. Thank you. Thank you. So we, we, I don't know if you know, Mason, we've been having a review challenge. If we can get before next week's show, when Astro comes back now, three more reviews, we're going to give away a BTW shirt. Oh, awesome. Awesome. And how do you, how do you qualify for the shirt? Just by giving a review yourself? Give us a review. Okay. Oh, I might have it's to a one it. in ten chance if we only get ten reviews. <laughs> hey, I might give a review myself. Mason's review. They only have one good episode, and it was really last week. But you know, at least I can appreciate it. <laughs> it was definitely my favorite episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Mason, how how was your week? What's been going on with you, buddy? Um, my week has been honestly well. I mean, depending on if you're talking Pogo or in real life, but uh, it's been pretty good in real life. Honestly, Pogo has been pretty good outside of i've honestly been getting destroyed in gpl recently i can't i can't i can't make a consistent climb to save my life um but yeah personal life has been really good and um like silk in terms of like factions and i mean not factions we had a week off of factions but uh uh just silk in general and even gym breakers have both been going pretty well generally so i'm happy about the show six pick three format performance you totally didn't beat me or dino this week at all yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I think I was going through some of like the staples of the BTW community so far with uh, Husini and Ryan, yourself, and uh, uh, Dino in that tournament. So I'm like, yeah. who am I going to have next? It's, it's been yeah, fun. We'll, we'll talk about that more later, but uh, yeah, that was rough. Matthew, what about you? How you been, buddy? I've been doing good. The, the weather here has been like an absolute shit show. It went from 45 degrees at like the start of the week to like the weekend. It was like sunny and 85 degrees. It was beautiful. And then I wake up today and there's snow on the ground. So I don't know what the hell's going on. But like my sinuses are going crazy from the temperature fluctuations. So yeah, that that was that's kind of been my week in a nutshell. Yeah, I feel you, because we had absolute perfect weather here in, in Lexington this week. And then last night into today, it went from 70 yesterday to 35 when I woke up this morning. Yeah. Cold front's moving in, huh? Yeah. Just, we, I, I'm had, ready for the warm weather. We've had pretty warm weather uh, this week, like yesterday and um, even uh, Sunday. Or that was Sunday. 
Um, but randomly, I guess over the weekend, um, but we got rain today and it was like, it's still pretty like decently warm outside, but just a lot of rain. So it's going to be cold tomorrow. Gotcha. Gotcha. It's it'll be, be I guarantee it's cold tomorrow. A little bit more further into the East. It'll get colder. Yep. But before we really hop into the show, we, we got a few things to, Oh, my week. Um, yeah, it was, it was a week. <laughs> No said. <laughs> no said. It was it, it was a week coming back from being on vacation the week before. So you can imagine oh, yeah, okay. the amount of work I walked back into. Yeah. I spent three straight days for nine hours a day on meetings back to back to back. That's that's the reality of adulthood, huh? God, yeah. It sucks sometimes. So that that was my week. Um but we, we have to pay up, Matthew. We, we set we some do. goals last week, so we remind did. us what the goals were. So we had Stardust goals because this past week was absolutely stacked. So um, we all made predictions and goals of what we wanted to get through. To We, we had the shelter spotlight hour, and then we had the uh, community day with uh, Togetic, which was uh, 300 Stardust base to catch. So the predictions. Um, I was supposed to gain 800,000 Stardust to be at one mil. Um, Wildcat was supposed to get up to six and a half mil. So about a 350,000 Stardust climb. And Dino was supposed to get uh, about a 400,000 Stardust climb to 1.2 mil. Mason, did you have any goals going going into the week at all? Um, I mean, my goals were to gain Stardust and play the <laughs> events when I could. Um, I think at one point I had going into shelter, uh, spotlight hour. I remember I was like at 3.5 mil. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'm over like 4.2, like r- as of currently recently. So I guess I did pretty well then, um, getting around 700 K. So how do you, did you, did you dedicate like the entire hour to, to grinding for the spotlight hour? For the spotlight hour, yeah, I, I walked around the whole time, and I have like an abundance randomly of like star pieces, like over forty of them. So okay. I just I just popped on two of them. I think I also maybe cheated and like claimed my like fifth page of the uh, GBL Stardust. Uh, oh yeah, research there you then go. as well. I mean, it was the best time to do it. Like you know, use one star piece for two, you know, kill two birds with one stone um, situation. But yeah, so that probably also has helped me rack up uh, a substantial amount between those two events as well. That's awesome. So, so I guess we want to address Dino first since he's not here. <sighs> Obviously, know. he was so ashamed of failing, he got sick and couldn't uh-huh. show up tonight. Sick. He seemingly um, is is a very sick boy whenever there's something that he doesn't want to do. Yeah, he, he sent us a Photoshop <laughs> of someone else's account that shows he has 1.24 million. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I, I think he I, has to be able to send me Sage, right? Is that the deal? I think I, he has to build that that Great League semi sage as a penalty. Yeah. I think that's only fair. That, yep. That's fair. So Matthew, how, how did how did your your week come out? Did you get did you get your goal? What what was our gains like? I I did get my goal. In fact, I got my goal so early that I actually had to increase it. So my I I got um pretty much eight hundred k. I got like the one mil goal by Friday, like before spotlight hour. So then I was like, okay, well, you know, I'll probably increase it to 1.2. And then I pretty easily got that. So this is, this is Monday um, when, when we're stating these goals and I'm currently at uh, 1.35, uh, 1 mil, 350,000. 
So, I mean, I gained over um, 11 or I gained 1.1 mil in a week with this like Stardust stuff, which for me is like phenomenal. I wish that this game had more events like this. <laughs> oh, oh, but it may. I know, I know. Ooh. We'll have to do a little radio tease for later on in the show, but uh, yeah. Why? So, okay, how about you? Mm, you so have the least shoulders, amount of Stardust, but you were yeah. also saying that you weren't going to grind as much. So, Shelter, I did actually make sure, just so happened, I had to go to the grocery store for shopping. Uh huh. Uh, and, and just kind of throw the gotcha on. Uh, yeah. And then I was only able to play about 45-ish minutes of Community Day. So where do you think, Matthew? Where do you think I ended up? Um, I mean, it was pretty easy to catch. So, I mean, you probably could have gotten 150, 200K from just the, um, the gotching. They're about 6.7 million. Okay, so you definitely you definitely hit your goal. So six point seven. So you got about what uh, four, four and a four half, and a half. Five, right at yeah. Okay. So Dean, the, the moral of the story: Dean goes not here. He loses. He has to build a semi sage. <laughs> uh, yeah. And Honestly, the problem is we know he will actually hear this because we know he doesn't listen when he's not on the show. <laughs> What's up, Mason? I was gonna say honestly. I mean, I don't consider myself a huge grinder. I tell people i'm pretty bad at this game outside of the battling aspect but it feels like for this week 400k was a pretty low goal overall <laughs> just generally just because <laughs> i feel like these these events yeah, were he sets the bar good. low so he can overachieve it's like That's very fair. strategic yeah well I, I i be frankly honest i did not expect to play much this week and i did that, that's really. fair uh i i got you both events and said what happens happens but yeah, I ended also, up not playing the much of the Tetic community, at least not like out and about. Like I was watching um, some streams and just playing like a first hour at home, and then I was like, maybe I'll go out like for an hour. And like, but I didn't care too much because like the the move wasn't a huge update, and there was nothing really. Um, I was too focused on getting like no great league aspect of um, Toga Kiss really. Yeah, it it kind of sucks, but you know it, it is what it is. It, I, I I know when these two to five community days roll around, I'm not able to um, play because you got got real world crap. I'm I can't wait for the summer month the summer months to come back and let's go back to eleven to two because then I can play a full you know hour or two hours of the event. So, but thinking of disappointments, why don't we head over to the battle arena? Oh, polka dot cup is going. That's a that's a thing. Mason, uh, you're a fan of the polka dot cup, aren't you? I act, I actually like the polka dot cup a lot. Actually, I don't I don't know why. I don't know if it's the fact that I get to use one of my favorite Pokemon Dawn fan effectively, or um, the fact maybe I'm I'm abusing some of the most bulky Pokemon <laughs> generally in the meta. But uh, I feel like I feel like there's a lot of play generally, and I, I've been having fun with it. See, I don't have a normal cast form. Oh, it's so good. You can see my issue with this cup now. <laughs> so I tried to get tricky with my team. And as Mason can tell you, it didn't work. 
Yeah, you, you had a very interesting team. Also, Dino, also you because you had a beware, right? And Dean, Dino did too. So I was, I was, I didn't see. That's the first two teams I've seen with beware. So I was a little bit interested what you guys, um, honestly saw with that because that was just interesting a pick that I didn't see a lot of. I, I know it does have the, I mean, the, one of the hardest hitting superpowers in the game. Um, so it does threaten a lot and stomps as also being a stab move. Um, but with the confusion users and especially like a jump bluff being one of the second most common picks generally, um, and even other counter users or fighters, um, I just feel like it was had a lot of weaknesses on most teams. It, it just wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> and Chestnut, not good either. I wanted Chestnut. I was like, okay, I think Sam's going to be popular enough. I think Chestnut can have some niche play. No, it's been awful. I, it, I, I'm one and th- two right now. Oh, crap. I didn't battle Khaleesi tonight. Ooh, I'm gonna have to handle that tomorrow. I may be taking an auto loss if I, if she can't battle tomorrow, and that will 100% be my fault. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, it's an interesting meta if you have the right Pokemon for it. Matthew, how's it been going for you? I have not touched Polka.com with a 10 foot pole, so. <laughs> <laughs> you have made the right decision. Yeah, that was one that when I saw the the infographic, I was like, I don't even know what to make of this right now. Uh, when I see like Swoobat as like the number one pick, I'm just like, okay. And then I already have like nightmares from Luxray and like so factions for just the car. So I was like, okay, I'm, I need to just like pump the brakes here a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I I don't blame you, but but but. The good news is I gave you something else to join this month, Matthew. You did. I was excited for this one, though. Uh, the the notorious B.I.G. Cup. First off, first off, we had a challenge. Dino issued a challenge saying last week for every person that joins, the winner will get one dollar. Yep. We managed so we to have a, for a custom a big surprise meta, pool. Yeah. Twenty eight bucks. Twenty eight people for a custom meta. That has no ranking attached to it other than a you know now twenty eight dollar prize pool. Sounds like a good time. Glad I signed up. I didn't know that <laughs> was a part of the incentive. I was I I saw you making the tags in the Discord saying to make to increase the money out of Dino's pocket or something like that. So I wasn't sure, yeah, but I was yeah, like, yeah. I, I was like, I've got like four tags today. I'm gonna sign up. All right, that's at some point I'm gonna <laughs> just bite the bullet and sign up. So look, the reason I'm loving this cup, it brought back two. As really good Pokemon, two of my favorite things that just kind of died out of the meta. Nidoqueen is good, and Walrein is good. We're heading back to last season Pokemon plays meta right here, guys. Let's go! <laughs> oh god, <laughs> Matthew, how good is that? How good is that? Um, that that Walrein, buddy. Walrein's scary. Not gonna lie, like <laughs> did, it did, definitely. Did you play round one yet? Uh I I did get tagged um by my opponent saying that they wanted to throw down um. As soon as possible, so I've I have definitely uh, already played. Um, I can say that it was a learning experience, um, and you know we'll just keep keep moving and we'll try to you know do make some moves later on in the tournament. Yeah, who who was that opponent, buddy? You know I I can't remember. Of the, I I I never look back. I only look forward. So. <laughs> Oh, is that, is that why you chose not to bring a, a, a Dragonite into my team for some reason? You know, just oh, you battle. entirely. Yep. When you sign up about a half hour before and you've done only one practice battle, you know, sometimes you miss some some matchups. So. <laughs> What's worse is you had one of the things I was you had two of the things I was most scared of. 
and you only brought it one time and didn't bring the dragon out at all. No, nah, no. Oh, okay, we're good. The... We're good. Once I yep. started bringing stuff, I'm like, we're good. <laughs> but I give you credit. Your counting is much better than it used to be. I try. Made sure to maximize that energy, which is what gave you the win in game three. I try. Oh, this Good. is a question I wanted to ask uh, yeah. Mason, since we have, you know, a a very seasoned, accomplished battler here. Um, what are some of the tips that you have uh, that worked for you to uh, pick up some of these skills like counting, throwing on proper move timing, etc.? Um, I, I would honestly like to say the one thing is, um, I feel like I am a little bit lucky that I'm really good with, like, I've always been good with numbers and a math person compared to like an English person, um, or a reading person. So generally it's a little bit easier for me, um, to like think in my head really quickly, like, all right, um, you know, it's a, it's a eight turn move versus a three turn move here. So if I throw three, that's going to be eight versus nine and they're guaranteed going to be a sneak. Um, and I can make those calculations pretty quickly, but I mean, when it started with counting, I just remember I was like, I'm never going to do this. And then I've, I've, I watched one streamer and they were talking about the importance of it. And I was like, okay, maybe I need to. And I started all, only with Azus. Every time I ran to an Azu, just because I knew the counts were five, six, five, and seven. And I practiced with that enough times to where I got comfortable doing so. And then just eventually I would just learn more counts. I would like learn Jeefus counts. Um, and now with PV poke and other resources like pokey moves, it's so easy to like get the counts down packed. It's just consistently practicing them and, um, getting more comfortable with retaining that knowledge in your head as the matches, um, go on. So just a lot of practice. And then even with the move timing, um, just getting comfortable and once again, you get, you get, you get in those situations where you're a two turn move versus a three turn move so frequently that you know that if you throw one versus one in that case, you're fine. Um, or the, the common four versus three, um, eight turns versus nine turns in that situation. So you see those repetitive patterns if you play one, a lot four, of four, seven, ten. One, yeah, four, yeah. seven, ten. <laughs> but yeah, if you play, if you play a lot, you really get a feel for like, okay, this was the wrong time to throw and this was the right time. So even if you can't like, you know, do the least common multiples in your head really quickly to sort of figure out, um, you know, when the best time to throw is. Um, enough, enough practice really does help you sort of understand, you know, with these, uh, similar move timings over and over again, that, um, when a good time to throw is. Yeah. And I think it's a good point to mention there too. When we talk about like one, four, seven, 10, we're not talking about their moves. We're talking about counting your moves. So you throw yes. one of your moves, four of your moves, seven of your moves, 10 of your moves. That was one of the biggest mistakes I used to make was I was like, they'd say throw one, throw one, four. And I'm watching four of their moves than throwing, which is now throwing on alignment. Because it's hard. Because I'll do that sometimes where I'm counting their moves, um, generally. But then I'm, I am saying like, all right, I have a two turn move, and I, I know they're they're three um, bubbles off, so I can throw four here. So I'm counting my own moves four. But then like I have to remember to add three to their count because they're getting the three bubbles or three snarls or whatever that that situation is. So you, you sometimes end up counting different things and then you get you get lost in the sauce, really. Um, and, and that's never it, happened to you on stream. It's happened to me in some of my most important battles, honestly, on 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 my Twitch stream, on the stage at a play series event, you know, in a factions battle. It happens a lot more than you would think in. You keep it very composed. I can never tell. You just you you look very very stoic up there. Yeah, yeah. I I've gotten lucky enough to where I've you know been able to, um, fortunately go to enough of these events and I've had a little bit enough uh, 
uh, also being a streamer, I'm used to being a little bit on camera as well, but just have having enough stage experience to where I get, I'm a little bit more comfortable up there compared to maybe some um, people who are experiencing their stage uh, presence for the first time. So um, just, just another thing is almost like how I say in practicing your fast moves, um, practicing getting, you know, live events and getting more experience with those um, eventually does help you out a little bit. Yeah, the, the 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 feel of playing someone face to face versus playing online is very different. I can take you in my battle against Onion Frank. I literally game one I could have won, but I'm sitting there looking at him and I'm like, I need to bait. And then literally as I was throwing the bait, and I'm like, what am I do? He never shields a bait. This dude calls every flipping bait. Why am I throwing a bait against him? But because I was sitting across from him versus you know taking my time to think, and I made the mistake. So I think that's another important part, especially with the play series. Watch these former streams. Watch when people are there. Because if you play them, their play methodology is going to be very similar. Like I know Mason likes bulk. Mason yeah. is going to do everything he can to bring two bulk and one hard hitter. I do like that a lot. Yeah, um. <laughs> See, I know. But well, you got to remember to- that in the moment. I used to have issues of where I would bring teams. I don't even know why, but I'm at one point where I'd have like um, Swampert, Galarian, Fisk, and like Umbreon on my uh, team. And I'd I'd even catch myself leading um, the Swampert and having those two in the back, even though it's not like a direct answer to fighters, but like sort of a like ABA weakness to like a Metacham. Um, And I just remember like there'd be so many situations where I'd have low health Pokemon and I couldn't farm down. And I always now I like always remember to have like one Pokemon that can apply a little bit of fast move pressure just so I'm not stuck in those situations. Like that's another reason I almost never, you never see me bring Registeel um, to one of these play series events, even though G fist doesn't have much fast move pressure, but I just can't like, I, I don't play around the lock on down or the lock on situations and the high energy fast moves. And you can't over farm much because then you're maxing out a hundred Reggie still just doesn't fit my play style. So, so you got to really be careful to balance those, uh, those fast moves on your teams and not have too much fast move pressure and, you know, not enough fast move pressure. Absolutely. But bouncing back to BIG here, have you, have you had a chance to pull up the bracket and look at the the teams? I was, I was, yeah, I was just looking to see, I was looking at your guys' teams against each other. Yeah. Um, well, we always crown one trainer for all of our tournaments, the spice Lord of the, of the tournament. Okay. And, I see who I think it's going to be, but I'm going to be very curious to see who you're going to pick out. All right. Let me, let me, let me look. Oh, I I see the one I already really like. (laughs) (laughs) There is one that immediately jumped out at me, but, and there's a a theme to the team. If you actually stop and think about it as well. Okay. This might not be the one for sure then. Cause I just saw a pick that I liked it. The full team's not spicy, but um, Uh, as far as my team, while he's looking at that, I ended up bringing Gengar. Jumpluff, Walrein, Nidoqueen, Pidgeot, and Machamp. I almost, even though it was going to make my team worse, dropped Walrein and Jumpluff to replace it with two more Gen 1 Pokemon. I was this close to just going, I'm going straight Gen 1. (laughs) And then I'm like, no, that team would be bad. I don't know. I think I'm missing it. But the one I I sort of caught an eye on was the... uh... First Olympian with the Porygon Z and the Electivire, but um, he's a very close second or third. There's two that jump out at me: Quackman with that Scolipede and a Lolan Golem. Okay, I like that one. Yeah, but the one right below him, 
Read that Dean, team right uh, below him. Yo, you know what? I saw Dino's with the double dark with the uh, Incineroar and Greninja. That was that was very spicy. Um, also, double flyer, double fire. Oh, is that the strat on oh, no, a triple flyer? Dang, he's got a lot going it's on. All here. Ash Pokemon. Oh, you're right. You're right. I didn't even look at that. Oh my god. Yeah, that's that's a sure winner. Then he has a theme. He has two a Greninja and Incineroar, so two of the spiciest Pokemon, and just a lot of doubles as well. With the- double fire, double dark, double flying. So he's he's running Pidgeot, Gengar, Dragonite, Greninja, Talonflame, and Incineroar. My man went straight Ash, spicy as can be. Now Pidgeot, we got to take a point off of him. That's rank number two in the, No, that's not rank number one in this. Rank number one. But yeah. then you you come over here and throw Greninja and Incineroar, and you make up for using a rank one Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, those are those are. I don't even know. I didn't see those even on the rankings because I built my team. Um, I think similarly to um, Matthew, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, sorry. Uh like five minutes so i didn't even fully go down that far on the list of the rankings to see what was down I, I there like i was that superior pick though i think that's a sneaky one that could be really good especially in this tournament we're allowed to tee them between rounds oh so, I, I didn't even know that but yeah, superior you have that option of a two or three different potential move sets for yeah. the charge moves that could catch someone off guard I could I can go for the debuffing strategy or if, sometimes aerial ace is a terrible move, but I'm sure it like one shots him a champ, a shadow machamp for sure. Sir, sir, the name of the move is aerial ass. Get yeah, aerial ass. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is very ass. Uh, I, but I I'm also feel like so many aggrons. It gave more play like versus wall ring compared to the jump love where you're not taking double super effective ice um damage. And we still know frenzy plants, I mean, even from a tanky Pokemon like Superior are gonna hit a lot of things hard. So I thought it was I thought it was an interesting pick and it was sort of my like um wild card pick a little bit like with the Magnazone, because I figured um a nice hard answer to that Pidgeot, but also still once again, you know, Electrotype for the Walrins, etc. can definitely threaten a lot of different things. Yeah, Matthew and his luxury for the Pidgeot, you jerk. <laughs> Living on one HP. Like sitting here in game three, is like, I got him. I got him. He's debuffed himself. Icicle Spear. One HP as he gets to the move. Oh. IVs matter. Uh, yeah, IVs I had matter. A, that's funny. I had a game with Dean and Dino's set with him in the uh in that uh Polkadot Cup where his 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 Nido King was getting on the final jab. Uh, to take out my jump fluff as I reached a fatal energy ball to win the game at the end. And it was like, if he came out with that jab down, he had like a, I don't know what is, I don't think I've ever even seen his nuke move, but it would have definitely took out my like la- low health at Ranguru. So, um, that Warren Guru was really flipping good. Dude, it, 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 I, I liked it a lot in that meta because there was, I was expecting a lot of other confusion users. And you do lose the access to like psychic fangs through different things, but you bring that. Dark, dark coverage move and foul play which allows you to hit those and the confusion still hit hard and it's pretty tanky as well so um, it, 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 it screwed me up pretty good it it, it it smacked me around real hard yeah I liked it as, especially as another thing like a lot of people are choosing Swoobat I know it was ranked number one as their confusion user but with uh, the the it's amount of good. the amount of ice types that people bring in for jump pluff, galvanulas and electro types in general, having the additional secondary flying typing is not useful in my opinion because you just add a lot of weaknesses into the current meta. So either a giraffe rig or a uh, or ranguru 
um, I guess I'm pronouncing that incorrectly, but uh, are probably the two ways I would have went personally just because you're adding an extra weakness that you don't need. I, I just needed an excuse to build my rank 10. That's that's that, that I do that sometimes too, where I'm like, I'm like, I have a high ranked one of these. Like I got to find a reason to build this. And then I yep. do. So I regret it, regret it gratefully, greatly, but it happened. Um, speaking of regrets, we had a week off factions that <laughs> felt like it was a month off factions. It really has. Yeah. Yeah. So this week we are coming back. So team BTW, we're going to be playing the backstage battlers. Park Ducks plays the Electric City, and Trace plays Home, Sli- Home Slice Hooligans. Who, who who are you playing this week, Mason? Um, I'm pretty sure we're playing the uh, Cold Cats, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Stadium Leeds playing the Cold Cats. We are playing the Cold Cats. Yeah. Ooh, that's gonna be a good battle. Yeah, yeah, it should be exciting. I missed also because of my other thing I had going on. I missed our um, team meeting, so I don't even know if I'm in the lineup currently. Um, so I'll have to figure that out. But uh. Yeah, it's it's always exciting, and I have uh, a pretty uh, good team. So even if I'm not in the line, lineup, I have most confidence. What meta are you running? Which one are I've, you? In? I've been doing the Arcana meta, and I'm a little bit um, looking maybe if there's ever an opening to switch into the Catacomb area. I have enjoyed Catacomb quite a lot. I was able to kind of knock the nastiness of last cycle off of my shoulders. So that that's good. I'm you know I'm I'm no longer you know losing every single game. So I'm liking Arcanon a lot. Yeah, I'm actually I won my first very bout and very very first bout. Then I did two and then took the fourth bout off. Um, but I lost the second two. All all uh one two vict- or one two matches. So either two one in my favor or one two losses. So I'm at least securing points consistently. But I'm just not. Fi- I couldn't find. I can't find a team um in arcana that i like consistently like and even picks that i consistently like so i'm still trying to figure that out if i'm in the lineup this week definitely got to spend a little bit more time in the team how are you feeling about the malamar on your team the malamar has been one of my favorite picks surprisingly um with i i've been leading it a lot and you know having a little bit of the flexibility to catch the ghost leads with the foul plays um but then even there's enough things that are you can where you can threaten the superpower and dip it's just once again, it doesn't hit hard. So, like in those matchups, like jump bluff, like it's not fun at all. So you, got, you just got to really be careful of um, sort of balancing what you get it on. But it seems generally flexible and a core breaker for a lot of teams. Um, but you just got to find find the, the spot for it. But um, I la- like especially my last time I was in in about I was so weak to Honchcrow because like I didn't respect anyone actually bringing it, and <laughs> and my opponent brought it, so it was it wasn't fun. <laughs> I didn't like I didn't have a rock type or anything. So oof oof. I'm in Arcana. My favorite one is probably the um, Tyrant. Tyrant just seems yeah. so because it those dragon tails just clock things. You don't need yeah. fat. You don't need to charge me. We're just going to dragon tell you through. Well, that, that was actually my issue is I didn't um when when those uh, fossil Pokemon I think they had like an event when they were first released maybe or so I didn't grind that event enough so I didn't even have like, any XLs for it to make like a high ranked one. Um, and I started you building. You don't have to have a high rank one for it to be good. Trust no, me. No, yeah. Well, my issue was I started building a high rank one, thinking I had the XLs or didn't did need XLs or whatever it was. <gasps> so then I, I I exhausted a bunch of resources, but. Don't tell my opponents. I'm. I think I have enough to finally build it. So uh, nice. it, might, it, might co- it might come on my team sooner, sooner rather than later. I, I, I built one with hatch IVs, and it does what it needs to. Yeah, if I would have, if I would have checked that I needed XLs, I probably would have pulled off the same trick. But I just, 
I put I plugged them all into the the ranking system, and I just was like, oh, but my highest ranked one. I was like, oh wait, I can't. I was like, I started powering it up, and I'm like, oh, I I can't build this one. Yikes! Oh, that that hurts. Oh. Anything else? Battle Arena is kind of small this week. Oh wait, wait, there are regionals this weekend, Matthew. There's not in the notes. What are we doing? Oh my goodness! There's EUIC, EUIC happened. How Come can on, we forget? Man. Oh, I was going to say EUIC at all? Make yeah, sure. I did. I did actually watch a decent amount of it. I didn't. I actually slept through day two. I'm not going to lie. Um, but well, I was watching. First, a, our battles were at like 3 a.m. East Coast time. Yeah, like, yeah, okay. yeah. I, I wasn't wake, watching those. Sorry. I did wake up pretty early to. Uh, or not super early, but I was watching a decent amount of uh, the day one battles and a lot of a lot of exciting battlers and a lot of um, well-known battlers like towards that top sixteen um, area. So uh, top 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 three. I mean, uh, I think a lot of people know Statistan. Um, particularly, it was already a world's qualifier um, and really really well known in Sylph. Um, I can't say I'm, I'm the most familiar with Nessa Beethan, and I'm. Don't want to mispronounce the winners, Tauntaun Batus. Um, but yeah, some very interesting teams. And EU, I think EU is so much fun to watch because they always bring some random picks on their teams, if you that ask is me. It's so off the wall over there. And I don't understand. Like it's it's fun to watch though. Yeah. Like like I think Zionic pointed it out, none of the top three had a Trevenant on their squad. So like Trevenant seems like the core breaker for every team. But maybe it's honestly a little bit of a um, nuisance or not, a, not, a, not a good pick in the spicy, uh, metas of, uh, the EU where it doesn't catch the same typical Medi Lantern GFIS teams that you see everywhere else. Yeah. Um, so yeah, your top three there is, as mentioned, Tauntaun, Nesbithan, uh, Statistan, WTM Go was number four, uh, because yeah, Statistan's also already qualified. I believe that does mean, was it Vanini that got the, the additional bid? No, he already had a qualification too. He it did. was uh, Scafo, Scafo and WTM. The, okay, the two outside of the top two. Where, where? Oh yeah, Vinny got it from. What was it like two months ago? I forget where he I did. Believe so. Yeah, it was like two months ago. I don't remember where, where the location was, but I, yeah, I remember talking about that. Uh, overall, really fun event. It was massive, y'all. Two. 156 battlers. Yeah, that, that's un, that's unreal. To put that in perspective, Fort Wayne was 111. So more than double. Wow. More than double what we had at Fort Wayne. I want your opinion on this, Mason. So for e, the I the ICs, both OIC and EUIC, they have done this thing where they day one take it all the way down to the final three. How do you feel about that versus just making top eight? for day one, then doing the final top eight for day two. I feel like that's, I like, once again, I actually didn't get to watch the day two cause I slept in. Um, I, and I, I actually was going to find the stream, but the VOD wasn't on the, their, the Pokemon go Twitch channel. For it's on so the I, regular Pokemon channel. Okay. So I have to check that out then still. Cause I, I, I do want to still go back and watch it. Um, but I feel like it would be a little bit too short generally, just like for the second day to only have the top three. I mean, I may be incorrect. I don't know how they handled it, but I feel like you get enough content with the top eight, but top three was a little bit, probably a little bit short. I would it assume. It is I'm a little short. Sure. And they, yeah. they, what they end up doing is they put it on the main channel. So both Pogo or all three Pogo VGC and TCG are all on the main channel that day. Gotcha. Gotcha. So that's so they the just play one after another, after another. And I think Unite was also on the main channel. Maybe. 
Gotcha. So that's that, that. That's definitely the reasoning to try to fit them all on there. It's just, um, I guess if I guess if that's their plan, it, it does make a little sense overall. But yeah, it feels like then the content is definitely short, and it could be a situation where, um, you know, don't the don't the VG battlers start on uh, or the TCG battlers start on Friday for these uh internationals? Yeah, they have to so, start on Friday. We don't start till Saturday. Because I was thinking if, like, since we are a little bit smaller, if they wanted to, I don't know if it would ever be feasible, but have us also start on, like, Friday and still give us, the, if they want to spotlight us on the main channel, maybe do, like, since they don't, they want to put them all on the main channel, they do our bat, or our finals on the main channel on Saturday, that way we don't have to, like, s- shrink it down to a smaller amount to fit all in one day, if that makes sense. I like that idea. It's also just... Look, let's see. 111 was at Fort Wayne. And good God, that day was a marathon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, imagine doing going from 256 down to three in one day. Yeah, that's what I was looking because I, I legit saw because I thought someone mentioned that top 16 was going to be day two for Hartford because they have so many. So I thought that it would be similar for this one. I was like, all right, we're like at top 16, you know, because there was eight groups. So the winner and loser finals of each of those groups. So top 16, I thought that's where we were going to stop at. And I'm like, I'm, I, I, you know, I, was pra- I practiced with a lot of players that were going there. Like I saw Matt Beer um, was one of the ones I practiced with quite consistently as well. And he was in the top 16. So I actually like almost like was walking away from the stream when they were finished with the top 16, thinking they were going to be done there and moving those into day two. And then it just kept going. And I'm like, this is long. Like this is super long. I was like, if I, I, I get, I honestly, at the end of one of those days, like I don't know if it's because I actually like, I'm thinking through a lot of different iterations and a lot of different strategies when I'm going up against my opponents. I am mentally exhausted at one of the end of one of those days. So for to add like two or three more battles, especially at the top sixteen, top eight level, I feel like that's a lot personally. But I guess, I guess you got to be prepared, right? What do you do at the end of like a a busy day of battling having to regroup for like a top eight the next day? Do you have anything that you do or are you just like mentally checked out and you're just out? Yeah, well, especially in so in Toronto, a lot of people were reaching out to me for scrims and everything. And I I'm gonna lie, I did I did do one best of three with Rise to the Occasion. Um Rise to Occasion as at the um but yeah, I did one best of three with him, and it's it sort of actually did help me out a little bit in Brown Baller. I ended up making a catch on Rise, and I made the same exact one on Brown Baller in a, the, the same situational lead. <laughs> so it might it might have helped me out. Um, funny to funny to see they then play out the lead the same way. Um, but yeah, I didn't want to overthink it too much for one, and I and I was tired, so I didn't do any more battles. I didn't like we were in a mirror like. I was, you know, I was in a mirror matchup with Brown Baller, so I didn't have too much to think about personally about the team compositions outside um, the fact that, you know, my Umbreon safe swap is a little bit safer because he didn't have like a pup medi that can hard punish it like I did. Um, but I'll yeah, also pup medi, let's go. But but also I lose I lose the mirror um, in the pup medi situation without you know ice punch version. So I was a little bit worried about that. But like once again, I didn't want to overthink it. I didn't even look further past Brown Baller, who my other opponents and what they might have had. Um, like I did after I beat Brown Baller, I looked up like Wadaj's team and started sort of like per- like mentally predicting what I might want to do. Um, but yeah, that, that, that night I really just relaxed, had a, had a nice dinner with people, just hung with the community and, you know, really actually ended up getting a, um, good night's rest uh, and try to prepare as much as I could for the next day. So you wasn't hungover for that day. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, Fort Wayne was different. I was already qualified. I just wanted to have fun. Like I, I was, I, I was battling all day and drinking all night. So um, we totally didn't walk in and, and, and Mason, how you doing? He's like, um, um, I've, I've been better. And I'm like, oh, one of those nights. As far as the, uh, you know, if we want to look at what the top two teams were in EYC, Tauntaun was running Shadow Charizard. That's the second time we've seen. A Shadow Charizard qualify for Worlds at an IC because uh, Fish was running Charizard as well. Yes, I th- but Fish was normal Charizard though, wasn't he? Didn't he end up going with normal and over Shadow? I, th- I think, think he did. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, I was really I surprised to see because I didn't even know there was. I didn't even know that was like meta at all, or even it viable. wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, Reggie Steel, Shadow Dragonair. Good God, I hate that stupid Pokemon. <laughs> that Shadow Dragonair Medi Basti team is something I loathe more than anything else right now. Uh, Licky Tongue, Metacham, and Shadow Alola Ninetales. So a couple of the staples, but that's a pretty off-meta team if you look at what we do here in North America. Well, I don't know if you remember uh, my Spice team from Charlotte, um, but it was very similar to my team from Fort Wayne that had the Tapu Fini and Drapion, but it also had the Shadow Dragonair and Shadow Zard. And, like, the, as much as they were Spice and how much I liked them, they also, like, had a purpose in the meta, and they had things that they targeted. So, I'm I'm not, I can't say I'm fully surprised to see them here, but definitely to take them all the way to the finals of an uh, IC. And did very, not lose. Yeah, and not lose. That That is very impressive plays, and I think another thing I want to highlight here with the the number one uh, with Tauntaun's team and the number one spot is that Lickitung again. I think we saw in Fort Wayne, both Kimmy and Arrow had Lickitung. And I think as much as the, the Noctowls are there, the Reggies are there, it's it's making its way back in the meta because that thing is tanky and those body slams come out fast. It doesn't hard lose any matchup. I swear, like there is no matchup it hard loses. And, and the so, Noctowl is not, it's is starting to drop in popularity a little bit because of the Alola Ninetales coming back. Yes, 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 for sure. So you've yeah. got that door open for that Licky to come back in there. Yeah, because yeah, most most teams do have like honestly like the two pretty hard answers with a Nine Tails and a Lantern. So it's like, and then honestly, even a third often a Steel type. So it's like you're really your Noctowl is a um, a tough bring. And I mean, it could look a little bit good against Tauntaun's team. I, I would feel comfortable in like four of those matchups. Um, generally, outside of the Reggie and the A Nine. But yeah, a lot of teams don't have um do have like three like solid checks. So I could even see people stopping to bring them stop bringing Noctow. Yeah. Um like you said. I didn't like, have it on my team for Fort Wayne. I opted for Shadow Gliscor instead. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, that thing, especially if you boost, it's game over. Dude, that, like, that it can beat anything else in the meta. If you <laughs> one boost and one shield, you beat Altaria. Yeah, that's unreal. Just so people know, one boost, one shield, you beat Altaria by farming it down on the second one. Which is dangerous, because now that you have the boost, like, an, a boost and nice yeah, slash. I did that today and, and won a GBL battle. It made me really happy. Uh, looking at Nesbethan's team, uh, looks a little more meta. G-Fisk, Lantern, Shadow Swampert, Knockdown, Metacham, Altaria. I, I definitely watched the finals, but I'm looking and saying... That A9 probably did a lot of work in this battle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would definitely I would definitely assume. Um, which would maybe I'd feel like 
have forced um, a little bit more of the Lantern and um, G-Fisk from Nesabethan. Um, I'm not sure if it was Powder Snow, A9, or Charm. Um, but if it is like the Powder Snow variant, the Medi could have, I seen have a little more play. And generally, Medi, if it is the Powder Snow, um, would have good play against most of the team outside of the Zard. Um, and in my opinion, the one thing I didn't like about Zard was every team had a Lantern. And my biggest fear is just like, I know it's almost like with Trev, like you got to, you're, you're terrified of getting it locked in the Noctowl. But same thing with like Lant, I mean, with the Zard, I was so terrified of getting it locked into the Lantern that I was like, not bringing it when I probably should have in a lot of situations. Yeah. And like, that actually over in uh, Europe, it was not Spark Lantern. Yeah. Almost every single lantern on stream was water gun lantern. Which is even worse. Cause that just, that, just, that thing just melted. <laughs> yeah, it just, I know. Cause I was playing funny enough in Charlotte. I went, went up against pocket and the one game I lost against him and I won the, two, I won a two, one series. Um, I had two shield Zard in the back and I was like, I legit don't lose this unless it's the lantern. And he, and he had the water gun lantern just oh! pew through me. But like I had energy and everything. And I just like, Oh, well, yeah, I, hate yeah, I literally <laughs> dropped my lantern last second before registration closed officially and added Umbreon, and it was the best decision I ever made. That was the difference in the game for yeah. me, or in the weekend. So, okay, I guess we can head into the in-game news now since we drug out that another 20 minutes after saying we were finished. <laughs> Putting it very generous, Matthew. The notes say a Mystic Hero event recap. There, there was an event. Uh, Does that qualify as an event? What was I, the event? I, I don't. I don't know what is qualifying for events these days. Unfortunately, did you finish the research for your 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 your, your Blanche Lapras? I have not. <laughs> hey, so no. Oh, that's the one they moved over from. <laughs> That you had yeah. to get done. Yeah, I didn't finish that either. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Calling that an event, very generous. I actually managed to finish it. Uh, didn't get the shiny. No. No. Oh well. Um. Yeah. That 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 event was rough. Um. Took a tick community day. Did Mason? You said you mostly played from home. Yeah. I, I mean, I I sort of hit all my goals except for i actually didn't evolve any um for the move but oh, uh i, I, I really, literally did it on stream it at 9 45 <laughs> because someone mentioned it because i had i was going through like the catches for the day and i was like oh this one's like rank 15 for great league and they're like why haven't you evolved it yet and i'm like oh god i'm like how long do i have they're like you have 15 minutes well i <laughs> mean <laughs> Is it? Yeah, it's well. It doesn't even show up on Pokey Moves yet, but isn't it like a? How much energy is it? Right, four fifty-five, same as Flamethrower, right? Aura Sphere. It's no Aura Sphere is on there. It should be. Give me a second. I think it's, yeah, it's it's fifty-five. Yeah. So it's almost like uh, people are saying it's like a a to- like it's like a flamethrower, like almost like similarity, except for like you can't hit a Metagross or whatever, like. 
as well. So I think it will work a little better, maybe in like Great League or Gotcha Ultra, maybe. But yeah, it's it's not a good move. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I ended it, up like playing the first like a little bit at at home. Like I said, watching some streams or whatever it was. I don't know if yeah, I guess it wasn't you. Wait, yeah, it was EUIC, right? Because that was on Saturday. Yeah, it was EUIC, yeah. Okay, yeah. I was thinking Sunday for some reason. Um, And then I ended up going out for a little bit to try to get it like a couple, like, because I actually wasn't getting many shinies at home um, with my every five-minute incense and a couple random spawns. So I was like, I want to get some shinies at least. So I did go out and play a little bit. Um, But then I came back home and just like sort of forgot to start like Ivy checking some and evolving any. Um, But I guess it was probably just because I like, once again, I was like, I'm I'm probably never gonna use a Great League Togekiss, so mainly it's like if I want to have the flexibility in Master League, and like people said, um, like the only like like if especially like if Metagross is like I like especially like in any Premier formats where it's it is gonna be like Metagross says like with the common steel type, like you're gonna want Flamethrower in that aspect anyways, and it does just as good against many steel it, types. It helps it in open, yeah, with with uh, the Alga and, yeah. and all them because you're yeah Dialga you're hitting um. Super Instead versus neutral. neutral. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it I didn't helps think about there, that. but it's still not worth it. Like, be frankly honest, if you're bringing a Toga Kiss into open Master League, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, you got more issues than you got more issues than your secondary charge move. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I have ran in open Master League because there was that week there when when Little Cup was around and I didn't have a Bronzor, and I have exactly three Pokemon at level fifty. Togekiss, Crowdon, and Garchomp. So guess what my, my, my Master League team was for a couple days? <laughs> that sounds like a good team to me. <laughs> it was not. Nah, yeah. Not even a little. <laughs> oh, you have a Kyogre. I lose immediately. Got it. Done. Oh, yeah. Kyogre would be really Yeah. And that was like common then, wasn't it, too? Because it was... Yep. Yeah, yep. that was... That was yeah. tough. And with the whole raid change, I'm not raiding for Master League Pokemon right now, so... I, I got my... Uh, first ever four star legendary recently with Lugia right before they killed Raiden. Your so. first ever? Yeah, it sounds pretty great. I guess my issue is I don't do a lot of trading. Yeah. Um. So I've never gotten any of that, but I've even done over like a thousand some legendary raids. I don't know the exact number. Um. But that was my first one I ever got from a raid directly from a raid like legendary or even like a mythical from research or any kind of legendary mythical any of that like. Ultra Beast wow. to my first. I yeah, I, I people tell me like it's supposed to be like one out of three hundred. I, I guess I have terrible luck. <laughs> Pe- people also say I'm not supposed to get crunch debuffed three times in a row, but it always happens. I don't know why. <laughs> your your luck kind of shifted to other aspects that are more useful for your for you. So. I only yeah, have yeah. eleven, That's- including two Mewtwo's and two Deoxys. But I, you, you, you probably trade at least a little bit sometimes. Nope, those are all catch. What? How many? How I'm many? I'm gonna make them real sick now, Matthew. You know exactly what I'm getting ready to show them, right? No, Just let me know how many raids it. you did though, because I want to sort of compare. Because I, I, I'm definitely not the biggest raider, but just go let them look up. Is that a Hondo? No, no, no lie. I don't know if you've heard me say this on stream, but I always say that I'm going to build my non-perfect Shadow Mewtwo before I would even build a Shadow Mewtwo for level 50. 
just because I love running Shadow Mewtwo, and you, you literally just made me the most jealous person alive. Because <laughs> every opportunity, this guy always, without fail, will bring that up. That's like that's like the one thing he's got on like everybody. I, I would flex it too. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so jealous. Flex he does. Only done twelve hundred legendary raids. All right, let me. I, I can I don't even know what the metal looks like on mine. It's the. It has a Lugia in the middle of it. Um, Matthew, how many legendary raids have you done? Not, not a lot. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I think, uh, I think my total. Let me get my total here. Legendary raids. It says nine fifty-seven. Um, nine fifty-seven. Okay, yeah. However, I only have one Shundo in the game. Oh, I got you beat there. I got two of those. I it, it, and it's it's extremely useful Shundo. Extremely useful. Like everyone should be jealous. Useful. Oh, that's not that useful. Yeah, mine it's actually is. Level. Once I get the XLs and the uh, Mega Candy. Oh, Ooh, yes, that's a good Shundo to have. Nice and Mega Scizor. Let's go. This one I got in Vegas, which a lot of people were jealous of because it is pretty rare as well to hatch this. Oh, the Relicanth <laughs> is so nice. So that's so nice. Oh, we just lost them. <laughs> oh, no. I'm leaving. He, I'm leaving he, now. You're leaving. Okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you made me feel bad for my Shadow Mewtwo now. Well, it, it, was, it was a funny story because uh, I forget what happened exactly, but we were walking in Vegas, and I, I was actually talking about um, getting a uh, shiny a Kecleon, and I really wanted one of those so bad. And right before, I hatched, I hatched this Relicanth, and I'm like, and it comes out of shiny. I'm like, oh no way, it's a hundo. Very next stop, I check and it's a uh, Kecleon, and it ended up being a shiny Kecleon. So it wasn't like anything <laughs> special, but I ended up getting like two of the rarest shinies, legit, like back to back. And it was like, I hate you a little time. bit right now. <laughs> Some people oh, have it all. That, that's awesome. Okay, well, he's got so, magic in his name. You yeah, know what do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> so we have an event coming up. Our 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 annual sustainability week is coming up, starting on Thursday the twentieth through the Wednesday the twenty sixth. We have Pokemon making their debut. Matthew, are you excited? I don't know anything about these Pokemon, but from what I've heard, is they're not PvP relevant. Is that <sighs> correct? Yeah. Well, let's say what they are first. So Bon Sweet. Teeny and Serena. The T's are silent, Matthew, just so you know, if you didn't know that. Yeah, I, I didn't you... know that. I was wondering why you said that Ooh, second name weird, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll be making their debut and ready for the move. So this is all pending. This could change. Matthew, play the sound. The following information is not affiliated with or approved by Niantic. Data mining violates Niantic's terms of service and is strictly prohibited. All information is subject to change. If your lure lasts more than six hours, talk to your professor. Okay, thank you, Salt. Uh, fast moves. It learns charm. Yeah, I was going to say, I see that. Magic Leaf and Razor Leaf. Is Magic Leaf a clone of something or is it good at all? I don't know. I've it's never... it's the one, I think Celebi's another thing that has it right now. Yeah, I think Celebi I was going to say. The, the first one with it. Yeah. It's not good. It's okay. It's mediocre. It looks like a fire spin clone almost. Yeah, it, it's it's slow and inflexible. AKA, it's a three turn or more move. 
if you can tell what kind of moves I like, uh, it learns Draining Kiss, Energy Ball, Grass Knot, and Stomp. Seems it also like says a, it may have raise relief, or that may not be the same. No, it gets it gets raise relief. Okay, yeah. um, it's it's against the Great League meta. It goes eight and thirty three. It seems like a worse whimsicott, if you ask it me. It's a worse whimsicott. It doesn't even have the fairy typing either. Yep. Yeah, uh, and it doesn't get any better from there. Does now? The, sometimes he, the second evolution is okay. Is Steen, Steeny or whatever it's decent? Let's see. It says very similar moveset. Charm, Raise Relief, Draining Kiss, Grass, Not Energy Ball. No, no Stomp, which is probably a downgrade because Stomp is a No, it's much worse. Yeah. Much worse. Yeah. So, <laughs> Serena's big problem is it's kind of glassy. It's got a okay. 131 attack, 119 defense, and a 108 stamina. So it's middle of the road, kind of stat-wise. Now, the good news this Pokemon has a signature move that isn't in the game yet that could change it up. So it's called Trop Kick. In the main series, it's a very good move. We'll see what they do with it when it hits go. I feel like it needs to be a fast move. For it it would need go. to be a fast move to make it viable. Yeah. It needs to be a two-turn fast move specifically. Right. So catch them, get them. We'll see. But while you're also catching, here's your the rest of your encounter pool. Squirtle, that thousand dust catch shelter, Welmer, Drillbur, who is making a shiny debut, Cottony, Petalil, Dwebble, Fungus, another boosted Stardust, Froki, Larvitar, Binacle, and Bonsweet. So, Mason, if, if trainers were trying to target certain Pokemon for PvP, who should they look at in that spawn pool and actually be going after? Um, well, first of all, anytime you get more dust from a catch, I always target those Pokemon. I see those on my radar. And I like any, like a Trumpish, for example, I always catch those. So, the Shelter and Fugus um, directly. Um, there's a couple things, like, you know, like they can say a Froki um, for once it gets its community day, but you'll have opportunity on the community day itself. Um, so, I would really target, target, um, the one I, I was looking at was the Binacle because I've noticed a lot of like sort of Sylph metas. If you do Sylph, it shows up um, in some Gym Breakers metas and something like that where it showed up as like a little bit of a spice pick with some interesting coverage moves. So ch Cross Chop, Grass Knot, Stone Edge. Um, so definitely a little bit of a flexible pick. Um, the Squirtle is definitely if you're still working on maybe XL Blastoise. I know that's actually pretty decent. Um, and I've seen players like Matt Beer reach Legend with the Squirtle team um, in Ultra League. So definitely a little bit interesting there. And um, the Welmer, XL Welmer, it was it's viable in uh, this current meta. Shadow XL Welmer, yeah, Shadow XL Welmer will be soon. But I was gonna mean, it was viable in the Polka Dot Cup, um, the recent Sylph meta, non shadows allowed. Um, but that yeah, that's a that's an option, and it's pretty tanky, what I believe. And that Shadow Water Gun pressure could even be dangerous in like a regular open meta, honestly. So. Um, a little bit interesting, you know, XLs for the drill bird for the extra drills in master league and, uh, dwebbles for potential crustals. Um, but yeah, honestly, this I was a good PVP pool. You were going through the event and I honestly didn't look at the news yet. And I was honestly pretty excited about some of the spawns that were available, especially like I said, the dust and even, I mean, there was nothing on this list that I wasn't like, I won't catch that. You know, I was like, I'll catch all these, honestly, if I see them out and about. So. I know I will be running my my Mega Stilix nonstop, 
because I need all the Dribber XL can- candies. Not to mention, I, I kind of need a Dribber that is not 12, 13, 13 to build. I, I totally actually, didn't take one to level 40 that's 12, 13, 13. I wouldn't do that. I, I have some terrible Master League Ivy Mons that are like, good thing, only level 40. Um, but I actually, that's another one I got a hundo of. It was funny, me, Frag and Wagon, if you don't know him, um, and Frosty AC, we were all in line at Baltimore re- getting ready to register for the one of the first play events of the year. And Frosty goes, I got a hundo drillbird, catch this drillbird. And so I'm like clicking on it, and we all got a hundo drillbird out of it. So um, that was a nice one to get as well. I'm jealous of that one. I've caught so many drillbirds. I'm trying to look at what the shiny looks like, though, because that is a pretty interesting new shiny as well. Yes, it is a good shiny. I like shiny driller a lot, if I remember. I think it's got some blue in it. Extra drill, I think, has the green. Yeah, the green with the blue stripes. It looks reddish. Maybe I'm looking at like a fan art. It's it's purple red. It's 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 in that weird. I am a little bit colorblind, so yeah, like a little maroon. Yeah, yeah maroon. That's a that's a good color. Match. Oh yeah, the drill the drill burr. Yeah, it does have yeah. blue. You're right. Okay, but yeah, I I I want I want I have a shiny drill burr in in, in main series, so I I need to go. Yeah, my main series shiny collection is kind of insane. You do a lot of shiny hunting on there. <laughs> yeah, uh, event bonuses. Ultra buddies will bring you more of your favorite souvenirs. Let's go. <laughs> I, I don't even yep. have I don't even have a comment. <laughs> Great buddies will bring you more gifts. I guess that's sort of okay, even though I don't send them. <laughs> Your buddy will stay on the map longer after you feed it. Oh, but you will get half distance for hearts and candy. Oh, and candy. Okay. Okay, I, I, I saw where it said the hearts, but yeah, Matthew can- didn't put the candy part in there, but I remember it from I didn't the article. even see the the candy part. The candy's hype. Please tell me they didn't remove it. Oh God, I'm gonna go check the article. Yeah, it was in the article at one point, but you know we can't have nice things. So hold on, I'm going to look. But yeah, this is half distance to earn it. hearts with your buddy Pokemon. They removed it. I was so excited. You you were like, all right, let's get to the good part of the news. And then you're like, (laughs) oh, wait, it's actually, there's no good part. Well, here's the thing. (laughs) It's like, it's like every time there's something that, that is a discrepancy, like Wildcat will always like hone in and then he'll just be like, Matthew messed up. And then it's like, no, I literally just wrote down what was from the website. No, the million dollar company who created this game and has all these probably interns and writers who work on this they're the ones who somehow messed up i don't know uh, how they do it but i'm sad okay eggs um and these are in seven kilometer not like not two kilometers like the original graphics that pokemon put out or nyanic put out uh they are in seven kilometer eggs uh cherubi drillbur and bonsuite eh, okay well that, that i mean does help for the um, the drillbur yeah, being a Hondo. Oh, so it won't this is ever. what they did. They took out the the um the heart, the candy and stuff, and they actually added uh the gifts will contain uh potentially silver pineapple berries. That's they added that. Oh yeah, that is an ad. Okay. 
That's not a bonus, though. That's not better. I have a hundred. That's not better. I have hundred and eighty of those right now. I have I like five hundred of those. Why are you keeping them? Because I'm in my head that they're good. <laughs> but I, I obviously not because I never use them. I've I've been getting better at just using them to waste them and lower them down. But like in my head, they're like golden raspberries. I can't throw them away. Oh, I toss golden raspberries away like they're they're going out of style. I get more than two hundred of those. They're gone to the trash can. You need to feed your your gym mons. What gym mons? You think I like, interact wait, with the gym system? I I know you do because we had this conversation last week, and you had put uh, a Pokemon in your daughter's gym. So I literally drop it in and drive away. Start feeding your Pokemon. <laughs> uh, timed research: You can get Drillbur, Trubbish, and Bonsweet encounters. Meh. Okay. Trubbish is probably the most valuable one there. Yeah. But it's a timed research, and oh, yeah. this event ends before our classic community day. Yeah. Rip. Uh, and field research task. Drillber. That's it. Yep. And there will Once be again. a Bonsweet family hat, shirt, and boots. Oh. Okay, I'm going to copy this image. I want you to see this picture here. Get it your reaction. It looks kind of like Tinkerbell. Oh. Image address. Here, here you go. There, there's your. Oh, Tell dang. me what you think about that outfit. He is flashy, man. That's some nice stuff. Yeah, just gonna move right on past that outfit. Not for <laughs> me. I do like the boots, though. I like the knee high boots, actually. <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> say I, I've, I've rocked a full pink outfit for a long time recently until I got this. Uh, oh, that's not a corset. Sure. Okay, hold on. I thought that was a corset. What is it? It's just a button-down shirt. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That that okay. The hat is what is just makes me angry though. Like the hat is the hat is actually the problem for the outfit for me. Like I don't mind the outfit. It's the hat that I don't like. <laughs> yeah, the hat the hat's like that's not even a hat. I mean, I guess it goes with the 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 theme, but it's not something I'd rock. And then we hear about our community day classic. How there's so many good Classic Pokemon that's had community days out there. And what do we get? Swine up. Okay, the only reason I'm not mad is because I missed the very first ever Swine Up community day. Because it was like one of the earliest ones, I think. And I was like, I missed a year of playing this game right when like all the original community days came out, which sort of like sucked for the longest time. But um, even through it, I know it's been around a lot of events. I've still never got a hundo of that. So that could be another thing I could look forward to trying to get for um, definitely another decent master league option. Especially, it's it's been a lot better since it got high horsepower too. So um, I think you it have makes to team away your community day move to make it. Oh yeah, I'm not doing it for the the community day move is useless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the move for the move, it's terrible. But also, once again, th- anytime there's a three times uh, dust event as well, that's another bonus. So we we need Mason's positivity around here all the time. So yeah, this is going <laughs> to ha- happen on Saturday the 29th from two to five. Uh, it will learn ancient power. Not even the Raiders want ancient power. <laughs> so TM that away immediately. Three times Stardust. It will have the same $1 event research. And just so you know, if you if you have tried to give me a ticket and you wouldn't go through, I turned off the ability to give me tickets right now because I don't want you spending that money on that for me. So I know other, I think Artemis has made the same decision. Mm-hmm. So... Yep. Yeah. Just so you don't think I'm being rude or anything. That's why I just mm, I, I haven't put a dime into the game and I don't plan on anytime soon right now. 
Dino, on the other hand. Dino is a corporate <laughs> shield. We know this. <sighs> he's putting money into hosting these tournaments and stuff, and now he's buying I more know, raid. I'm I know. Oh, he, he's, 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 ba- he's bought more remote raid passes since the change than he had before the change, I think. What the heck? Yeah, I know, right? Corporate shield. I, I have Oh, and you one. can. Do, do you need Sinnoh stones? Because let me tell you, we're going to give you more Sinnoh stones. Are you mm. certain you don't need them? Because we're going to give them to you. They'll be tossed we, away faster than I we can. We already claim know them. that you hoard silver pineapple berries. So <laughs> those I don't hoard because I don't use. Like I literally never use those. Which I mean, I don't use those a lot either. But I mean, there, when there is like an event, like say this like new one, and like obviously it's not a bond suite and a terrible. But if it's like you know, um, I can't even think of the last good pvp mon that was released Toxapex. when that thing uh, came out i pineapped the but yeah yeah i was it. i was like oh i can finally use my silver pineapps to try to like start racking them up like i'm like all right i have a reason i i've honestly been starting to feed my buddies that just so i don't have to sit in the buddy animation longer just one berry <laughs> so oh thank you for the reminder oh crap i about screwed up again today i need to go feed my buddy today Do you, uh, are you still on that 20 day thing challenge Dang! How I actually went two days without playing the game a couple weeks ago. I was at fifteen and days on my streak. It. I was surprised because I'm not gonna lie, I'm I'm terrible with gifts and I'm terrible with like buddy hearts and interactions with my buddy. People will know if they're on my friends list. You're probably there's been people on my friends list for, for probably over a year. There's not even like great friends yet. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I'm te- <laughs> I, I'm super bad with those kind of things. So I was expecting myself to surely fail many times, and I think I failed the first time at like 18 days, which was pretty disappointing. But then the second time, I got it like right away. So I was I was pretty happy about that. Nice. Uh, speaking of nice things, we have a new shiny in raids. Tapu Bulu made its raid debut today. Uh, it's shiny. It has niche play in Master League, and that's about it. Yeah, the shiny. The, I would say the shiny looked pretty cool. The shiny um, is dope. I'm not raiding though, so like I don't really care to do it or rate it. Like maybe if I get a chance to do a couple in persons, I'd maybe hope for the shiny. I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> I do like Tabu Feeny a lot, and hearing that Tabu Bulu is out with the new shiny, I'm, I'm assuming that means Feeny's coming out soon. And like, I say, we get Feeny sometime in May. I, I'm I might end up spending a couple dollars on these new yep. rage yep. for yeah, that here, one. Here, here, the problem is every time you say Feeny, all I can hear in my head is. <laughs> oh, Boy Meets World, such a good show. Uh. Um, but yeah, I, I won't be touching Bulu's. I, I've actually not done a remote raid since the change either. Yeah. A single remote raid. I've not, I've done two in-persons and what's wild, both in-persons has yielded me rare candy XL. One of them gave me two and one of them gave me one. Well, that's cool to know. I think then they say they're, well, I guess they, no, they only increase the amount of Of candy XL that you were getting. Yeah. But hopefully maybe, maybe they also. Maybe they did. Sure. I, it's it's such a small sample it. size. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Reyes, you rate a lot in person, actually. Let us know in the Discord if you are seeing an increase in Rare Candy XL. Because let's be frankly honest. You tell all of us PVPers if we rate in person, we're going to get a, a higher chance at Rare Candy XL. We're going to go out in troves to do rating because we need the Rare Candy XL. Uh, yeah, on, honestly, I would probably rate. Oh, here's a person. question for, for both of you then. Um are you currently stocked up on remote raid passes at like the three limit? 
I think yes. I th- I think I did help somebody with one when I bought like three at the time, um, before the change happened. So I think I'm only at two because I still haven't bought any. But yeah. Okay. Because in what my my follow up question to that would be, um, in your uh like research task breakthrough, have any of you guys actually gotten a remote raid pass from it I, or even a uh premium raid pass? I got a Unova stone. No, I didn't. Because I don't have any. Actually, I'm out of raid passes all completely. So I, I must have did all three of the free ones. Or the ones okay. I got. I didn't I, I know I, I didn't I've, buy any with a new amount, but um, Yeah, because I've I've had the Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The week, uh, the, the breakthrough box twice now, and I haven't gotten a single, like, not even a remote pass or a, a premium pass, which is... Oh, supposedly more common than the remote raid. I got a Unova stone. <laughs> Twice. You know, I, I'm assuming. I'm assuming I probably got the same thing a Unova stone. Um, but yeah. I honestly can't remember. I actually, I actually, honestly, I don't even care to check anymore. I almost forget that I'm even catching a Pokemon from that because it's such a common Pokemon nowadays. It's not even worth catching. I got uh, two Furfrows. I think I got a non shiny. Is that even an option? Is Gibble even an option? Yeah. Gibble okay, is an that's option. what it was. Because nice. I, I, I remember, I honestly remember hitting the breakthrough and then catching the Gibble and like putting my foe down and coming back and said, "Did I get like a wild Gibble spawn? What is this?" And then I, and like, it hit me and I'm like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, these are how bad the research breakthroughs got through." I, yep. I can't even remember. <laughs> yeah, they're bad. Uh, speaking of bad, there's a spotlight hour <laughs> next week that's Tangela, Which... that you can get double XP for catching. Aren't they hard to catch too? Yeah, they're they're yeah. they're not they're not great to throw balls at. Yeah, I won't be playing that one. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I, I got a shiny. I think tomorrow's so. is either. So tomorrow, Wait, what is, is tomorrow's? Trapinch. Trapinch. Yep, won't be playing that. Yeah, no reason to. Even though I think that, that was could have been a community the... day classic that would have been more useful. I think that was another community up. day that I missed the original one, so I never got like. I don't think I have a shiny of that actually. So maybe if I get that next time we're together, I can trade you one of my eighty-four. <laughs> Sounds that good. thing i still i won't i honestly may not even go out on swine classic because i don't want to click on them yeah because i'm sick of seeing shinies even though i do need the xl candy but yeah. i don't want to see another shiny one and the dust you screwed this yeah it, it's it, it's double-edged sword like they're making me want to go out but i don't want to click on the pokemon they're making me click on Go go auto catcher. Yeah, that is yeah. I mean that's that's the way to do it, right? Uh, I guess we have to talk about GBL now.
GBL's a thing that's in the game. Um, I guess we have to talk about rank and ELO and all that fun <laughs> stuff. Let, let's start with the good news. Matthew, how's, how's that ELO going? ELO's going really well. Uh, I played Open Ultra League uh, this week, and it's been really good to me. Um, so I, as the uh, BTW's resident XL abuser, uh, climbed 300 points in seven sets. So I have, for the second time in my pogo career, hit vet. So let's go. Um, I know that that's not that big of an accomplishment to two legend battlers here, but you know, like <laughs> I'll take what I can get here. Hey, so. we always say it, every milestone is a big accomplishment. Exactly. Yeah. Considering exactly. I may end this season at vet as well, so don't worry. About it. <laughs> and, and then. And that, that was the thing that was there was one there was at one point where I was celebrating hitting vet like for the first time and like yeah. I was mm-hmm. I was I was like I'm not gonna hit legend I'm just excited to hit this so I mean depending on you know your amount of play your amount of practice and all that kinds of stuff everybody has their own goals for a season and if you're accomplishing those goals or even sometimes if you fall, you fall short and you're giving your best effort and you're pushing for them I think that's that's really what matters as long as you're giving you know you're really putting the like the dedication into actually trying to learn and get better. Um, at the game, yeah. it really matters. And if you set a goal and make a bet on it, and you don't get it, then you're going to sing Barbie Girl. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So. I guess. I guess that is. But as long as you, yeah, if you make a bet and you have a, a punishment or whatever, you follow uh-huh. through with it. That's my thing. Is you always yeah. follow through with it. If you got to shave your beard, if you got to get a tattoo, whatever it is, just just you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna um you know put your word out there and say you're gonna do it, then you got to do it. So know ahead of time. Like that's my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, uh, I missed out. Um, I I tried actually last season to hit vet, and like I just could not get past the twenty four fifties. Like, thought, no, didn't you hit twenty four ninety five one at one point? Yeah, I thought you did. Yeah, I did, and I thought I was like, oh, it's in the bag, and then just like just dropped. So this was this was really nice. Um, in our factions group chat, just kind of like popped in for like two sets, and um, uh, I was at uh twenty. 380 oh uh, and then uh did like a 4-1 and 5-0 with with some people on the call so it was nice to sort of like have well, tell have the witnesses what the team to it. is so so totally original team totally original team of uh tentacruel uh obstagoon and scrafty so no You've never no seen contact. that team anywhere else ever exactly what, exactly i have a question what do you run on uh tentacruel as your charge moves so I was running Sludge Wave and Scald, um, but there was a couple times where uh, having Blizzard over the Sludge Wave would have been better, especially like with like Giratinas, like abundantly or in abundance in in Ultra League. Um, but the Sludge Wave uh, did help, you know, if ever got like stuck with the Trevenant or something, so. Um, it worked out, and then normal move set Obstagoon with uh, Night Slash Cross Chop, and then Scrafty Pup and Foul Play. Yeah, no, I, I honestly, yeah, I've uh, one of my uh, another Stadium Elite uh, member. I think he's on the uh, he's on the Silver Team, but Ricardo or Desync, he goes by. He streams on Twitch as well. Um, I watched a couple of his streams, and he was using um, Tentacruel and Ultra League at one point. And he had Blizzard on it too, and I was like, I almost forgot at one time that Tentacruel even had access to Blizzard. Yeah, um, but it, but honestly, makes a lot of sense with like, especially I feel like dragons and flyers are both very common um, picks in the Ultra League meta. So definitely makes a lot of sense. And then yeah, you really decide. I guess um, probably need Scald if you're going to run that set, just because Scald is a good 
you know, DP yeah. fast. With energy. there was a ton of Charizards in, in like my Elo level too, oh, yeah. so it yeah. was like mandatory almost for it. So and then, but it already takes so long to get to uh, like just even to get to Sludge Wave that was like having Blizzard on it just seemed for me like it was just gonna take forever <laughs> to, to even get to it. But it's, it's pretty tanky. Eighty-four right? years. It is very tanky. It's very tanky. I probably like it because then my... with that you have the ability to. Um, I, mean, I guess it's a little bit with ABA, ABB team. You have to like I guess bait out. But if you have like a little bit of a more ABC style team, you can probably guarantee shield advantage for your back line quite consistently. Having like both Scald and Blizzard, unless you get against guess up against another water type where they resist both of those. But most yeah. situations, like you can either win switch or nuke some, or get a shield with those charges. The the main reason why I had Sludge Wave on it was because my backline's weak to fairy. So I needed like yeah. the sort Extra. of like the nuke for no, fairies. No, no, you run it. gunk shot on your obstagoon and then you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> you run I think it'd be dead by the time shot. it gets the gunk shot. It does not. I no, have, not actually, yeah. No, if you have an XL goon, you can get to a gunk shot and an obstruct on most fairies. M- my question is, does it even KO? It depends upon the fairy. That's yeah. Cause I, I remember one time, like I saw somebody land like a hyper beam in Ultra League with a goon, and I'm like, the thing tanked it like within the yellow, and I'm like, like I'm, <laughs> I, I know things Ultra League are tanky, but geez, like what, what is this? Sylveon <laughs> with a gunk shot is put into counter down range. Okay. So it it, it works. It works. Uh, Mason, how's how's your season going? Where your where's your elo at? Where we what are we doing lately? <laughs> Honestly, not too great. Um, if, if I'm not gonna lie, so a lot of people know I've tried like the Guzzlord to Legend challenge and sort of got um, distracted from that due to uh, some of the metas not allowing Dragon or Dark types. Um, I went back to running Guzzlord for a little bit when Greatly came around and was doing fine, but then like the horde of Bastidons and Charmers came out and have been destroying me. Um, and I even so I even recently tried since I've been off stream these last couple of days in uh, a meta team. Of Gfisk, Median, uh, Trev, sort of like one of the most basic meta teams I could even think of doing, like baiting out the Noctowl with Median, sort of like or Save Line, having Trev in the back, and like I'm still struggling, so I don't know what I could I could possibly do. What's your point. Elo, and can we queue up together? Uh, I'm in the 2500s now. <laughs> so what time uh, tw- are you going to queue up tomorrow? Let me take uh, notes here. <laughs> well, well, tomorrow I well actually tomorrow I might have to miss another stream, so I might I might end up battling probably. Um, before my normal stream time because i won't be able to stream again tomorrow but uh uh yeah it's just it just actually just i, I just can't find it i don't know if it's i like can't find a win con or i'm just getting a little bit unfortunate with the lines currently but uh it just seems like nothing i can do is right currently and i'm like i'm like i need to do some more show six pick three where i can sort of predict my opponent's third mon a little more and have You've a gotten plan so good at that your gbl <laughs> skills have, have tanked is what you're saying I'm get. I guess it's so. It's like I guess it's in GBL at the point I don't even try to predict lines anymore because I don't know what to expect. And I think some people may still do that or whatever. Especially but, or, in Great League, dude. Yeah, Great League is a wasteland. It's so wild. It is. It is so wild. I might need to try Evolution Cup. Or, well, I don't even. That, that sounds like a nightmare with the chances and everything. That's in our there. Elo, don't do it. <laughs> it's just it's the it's the chancy vigoroth show <laughs> all right i'm just gonna yeah i'm just gonna power through great league and hope that another cool cup comes out soon uh i have i, I earlier today i was at 2680 that's that's really good 
Yeah, and now I'm at twenty five sixty five. So when Honestly, are you queuing up tomorrow? That sounds like my day. That sounds like my day. I probably lost on. I started five zero <laughs> and then went o five two or three two two three one four. I'm like, and, and while losing to Dino in, in in that run as well. So oh yeah, uh, that, that tells you anywhere where Dino's elo is at as well. <laughs> He's I got the right message at work, us. like GGs, and I was like, I don't think they're paired up in a tournament at all nope. or did a practice. Nope. It, it was, and what was worse, I just I misclicked the catch that would have won me the game. Yeah. Because uh. he was expecting me to catch on my lantern, and I was going to catch on my Basti, because I knew what he was running in the back of his team. And if I could have saved the Earthquake and made the catch, he had no answer for my back for my Pokemon <laughs> at that point. And I just overclicked. I went to tap, and, over, and I literally tapped between... Lantern and Basti. I'm like, you're kidding me. <laughs> and then he 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 hydrocanned my my Pokemon, and that was the game. Uh, I'm running a, a, a team of my creation. I don't, I literally don't know anyone else running it. Shadow Gliscor, Water Gun Lantern, and Bastiodon. The problem is the Dragonair team is becoming stupidly popular again. Okay, yeah. And there is ice leads nonstop right now. Well, I was I was honestly trying to think of like um any kind of like ABA weakness board breaker style type of thing, and I was thinking, well, it seems like a pretty solid team. It, um, it, it's a good ABC team overall. I think like a bomb of snow would be like the biggest issue, but and I've beat three of them. Yeah. So yeah, um, that, that, that it's weird now because like a bomb yeah, of snow, like, I'm not that worried about seeing. Yeah. And like I was gonna say that the Dragonair actually did sound like a little bit of a core breaker, but once again, you're outpacing to the night slashes, and I'm assuming they hit so freaking hard because they do, but shadows. they double shield and just farm you all the way down. That makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. and then they come out with a ton of energy, and you're screwed in the back line. It's unfortunate yeah. that, that that team just core breaks the crap out of me. Uh, Swampert is one of those leads I've gotten used to playing Swampert in the lead so well that unless I'm playing someone that knows my team, I can typically flip that lead pretty what is your strategy for that so i throw the first they're always almost always going to build up to nine before they throw their hydro cannon so i throw my first night slash at five right out of the gate when they get to nine i'm catching okay i like that i like catch on lantern because i'm water gun they typically throw a couple mud shots or they they just think oh i'm going to stay in at that point they're dead I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, that makes sense. And if I can flip that, then I have typically a Swampert, you're going to either see Noctowl or Double Flyer or Noctowl Medi, something of that combination. And I can work around that thereafter. Yeah. That's one thing I used to give a lot of people advice to was um, if they want to climb in GBL is to, as much as it might suck sometimes going through a little bit of meta shifts, is but sticking with the team and getting comfortable with certain matchups. Like you said, you're able to beat Swampert matchups when you probably shouldn't be with that team because you have like a plan. And like, especially if you learn like people's tendencies to throw at a certain time, it might not always work. Players play differently. They, you know, some people throw that Hydro can away right away. But if you can win 80% of Swampert leads, which is technically an ABA weakness, because you're able to catch a hydro cannon, like, yeah, I mean, like, that's the kind of strategies that I look for quite frequently and sort of like, you know, ways to win matchups that I might not typically be able to win. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's a fun team. It, it's probably not what's going to take me to legend. I'm probably going to hit, you know, this season, if I'm going to hit legend, it's going to be in a custom or one of the limited metas, but the Evo cup meta is just the chancy meta. And I want nothing to do with that. 
<laughs> I think I think that what what you're doing is what something I need to do is like some come up with some my own team because that's when I've sort of had my best runs. I remember recently, like right right before Lantern, I think got surf and became popular. I made a team of Tapu, uh, Mandibuzz, and a little Marowak, and it's just like the doesn't even sit like none of them are really meta. Or, like they they get destroyed by core broken by Lantern, all three of them. But outside of that, they worked really well together. And I reached like 3,500 on the leaderboards with that team. Like it was just the craziest like set of trio together for whatever reason. I couldn't run them all together now, but just like I made this team up and just said like fun picks that sort of balanced each other, had like covered their weaknesses and it like worked so well. So maybe I just need to like make my own team and just run it. See what I can make. You're on mute. Got me again. I I Uh, try not to use others' teams. (laughs) But I, I will here and there. If I see a team that's just something that I think it looks fun and is working well. Oh, yeah. Like last season, I took Lyle's Love Cup team to Legend, which was the Miltank, uh, was it Miltank, Charizard, and I don't remember the third. Is it Medi? I'm uncertain. But that team was just, it was fun to use. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I when he posted it, I'm like, you know, hop on. Get on to coach me one set. Okay, this makes sense. And then went on a 300-point climb to Legend. Wow. Yeah. Uh, typically, when I hit Legend, that's what ends up happening, is I just go in on a heater and shoot from like 2,700 up to Legend in a night. I'll say, I'll, I will say that about Law. I feel like he's a really good team builder for metas, um, with these off-men, especially like early on in the metas, too. Like His teams are always like really good early on especially before like people like start to adjust the meta like he's like he feels like he's a step ahead at the beginning of like what the meta is going to be before people are like able to adjust yeah speaking of metas that need adjusting um did you do weather cup ultra league last time um i didn't wait last when was last time how long ago was back that? in like all uh, september i want to say oh um I feel like no, because I, I don't have like once again a lot of XLs generally for like Ultraly and like I feel like if, like nowadays they're just needed. Yeah. For, like, Listen Ultraly. to this top ten. Cradilly XL, Shadow Cradilly XL, Jellison XL, Ludicolo XL, Lantern XL, Shadow Swampert, hey, a non non XL, Obama Snow Shadow XL, Kirim, regular Swampert. And Obama Snow XL is your top 10. I didn't know Kieran was a freaking Ultra League option, but that sounds cool. It sounds cool, but you won't see me touching this with a 20-foot pole. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look terrible. I just hot. remember seeing people talk about if you had Razorleaf Ludicolo, you just put that in there and Cordelia together and you win. Why, why raise leaf with Liddy Cola over like a raise it's leaf? It's just so good it, it, because it's so hard hitting with the and it's bulky. Yeah, okay, it has the additional bulk. This thing, this thing has a in Ultra League 156 defense with 169 stamina. Dang. And there's yeah. is there any flying at all in this meta? Pelipper is your Pelipper is your only real quote unquote flyer. Because your other one's Gyarados and Mantine, and you're not going to use those, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Rink's fourth. and really doesn't have. I mean, yeah, Obamasnow's the worst loss. Yeah. And Obamasnow, yeah, that that one's going to be popular, but overall, it's just, you just melt everything with Razor Leaf. 
And I won't be anywhere near this meta. Which is good because Great League sticks around for us. It doesn't look like there are some a little bit of like, I mean, like a a Keldeo is like rank 13. So it's like, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but it looks like like there's a couple of cool picks overall. But once again, like you still need like XLs for most of these things. So it's like, I think Tentacruel would be a really good core breaker. Yeah. Because it's taking taking neutral Razor Leafs. And it's hitting back super effective against the Obama Snow and the Ludicolo. It's hitting back neutral against the Cordelli. I mean, this might be obvious, but Sand Slash looks like it'd be fun too. Because you're it resisting the Razor Leafs. I don't have the XL or I don't have an XL version built yet. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. But like in that case, you're resisting Razor Leafs and you're also resisting any poison jab potentially. Uh you do really good against the grass. I guess like I don't know. It's like there are a lot of water types though that like I feel like Yeah. Yeah. I have the XLs to build my jelly. But I don't have the other mods to put along beside Jelly to make it work. Yeah. You really I feel like if you're going to run that... Jelly, you have to have a hard wall Congrats. to Ludicolo. I feel like no matter what you're running, you have to have a hard wall to Ludicolo. <laughs> uh, I hate... And the sad part is Cordelia is just as good. I just don't think it's as common for people to have. It's kind of a rare earth spawn. But we'll see. Maybe Dina will play it next week. They both need Hondo. You're an Ultra League XL abuser, Matthew. You playing Weather Cup? (laughs) I I will definitely give it a shot. Um, The pick that I've been looking at though is um, Reg Ice, Um, but specifically uh, running um, Thunder and Earthquake instead of Blizzard, Uh, because with the Earthquake you actually pick up two um, two wins against the meta over the blizzard move set which is the one that pv poke suggests so i'm gonna hmm. be giving that a try i actually like that because i was thinking blizzard for some of the grasses but um in this case like ludicolo you can still hit neutral with thunder and cordelia you can still hit neutral with Earth. yeah m- most of grass actually takes neutral from blizzard yeah in this and it just gets to the move so fast so okay. with uh with earthquake you're gonna get to it and uh, was it 13 turns? Yeah, 13 if I did my math right. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah, 13. Uh, yep. And then good Thunders. God. That, yep. that is a good pickup. And that's non XL. You do not need XL non-XL. for Non XL. Uh, even the raid IVs, which is what mine's at, the thing is just still scary bulky. So it could, it, there's not really anything in the meta that's going to one shot it. 237 defense? What the hell? Yep. Well, I mean, it makes sense. Look at Registeel. I mean, obviously, it's a lot of higher, so I think defense and HP or whatever overall. But Wow. The Regis, yeah. Performing. I like that pick. Well, Matthew, I think I want to turn the show over to you for a little bit so we can head <laughs> into the fun. Okay, so this is the this is the segment that we are bringing back this week with our special guest. It is, how much is that Pokemon? Oh I'm not ready for this. I do like game shows, though. So, so this segment was was brought on uh, 
when Astro, Dino, and I were in Orlando's regional, and we're chilling at the Airbnb, and it is late at night, and we are talking about the shiny Pikachu Libre that uh, Dino's got, and Astro's, you know, making some jokes about it, and then because um, he doesn't have one, uh, he what, was what people don't have shiny Libre. You know, it's it's some of us just aren't good yet. <laughs> so I don't uh, have one. Yeah, so <laughs> so the question became, you know, like how can he get it? Because there are a couple people that were uh looking for it at at uh for trades. There's somebody at the regionals with a sign that says like, you know, looking to trade for a shiny Libre. So I asked her I had a wonderful idea of like, you know, well, let's just check eBay and let's see how much this thing is. So this segment's sort of been brought on and spurred by by that uh, encounter where people sell Pokemon for, in Pokemon Go on eBay. So you have to guess the price of how much you think this Pokemon goes for on eBay. I like it. I don't fully have a baseline but i feel like i remember somebody talking about looking up like how much a pikachu libre would be and i feel like it being over a hundred dollars so i can't even remember if that's accurate but at least that, it, that is it, low okay that is low okay yeah yes it, at least it gives me a little bit of a baseline to go off of but correct i don't know that's low so now. the first one shiny kecleon level one Okay. Oh, this is tough because people do like their level ones and they're just random stuff like that. Um, and even Shiny Kecleon alone, I feel like, is somewhat rare. So um, so to set sort of the barometer, we're, I'll let Wildcat go first so that you could kind of get like a, a swing of like where we're at. Okay, okay. Mason? Yeah, I like that. Just at least, at least, for, at least for the first five bucks. $35? Okay. Okay, I was gonna go way higher, so I'm glad I let you let him go first. Um, I got I, you. I got you. I'll still, I'll still say like I don't know. I feel like fifty, fifty-five sounds better. Fifty-five. Okay. That's like that still is a rare shiny. You have to like go out and find them on stops and everything like that. So I feel like, especially like if they're advertising the level one, they might be pricing a little bit higher for those potential collectors. So well, this this seller uh, has five. And uh, this is the last one available, so get it while you can for the bargain price of $18.50. That's it? We were both over? Wow, That's over. it. Wow, that, that, dude's, that dude doesn't know what he has on his hands. Well, he has five, so maybe he doesn't. <laughs> Clearly, I, I, I thought that was super rare. but uh. <laughs> Well, we know what he did to get five of them. Uh, all right, okay. all right. That's so... Fair. So we just had these uh, these pop off uh, Easter weekend. Uh, so if you managed to miss out on the elite raids for Regilecki, now's your chance to cop one. So this is the Pokemon Go Elite Raid exclusive legendary Regilecki for PvP. You need to pay me $5. To take <laughs> yeah, it that's what I'm, I'm wondering. I'm like, I'm not coming to you for any amount of money for that. So I'm like, it's got to be low. Or I'll give you three bucks. There you go, three bucks. Okay, I'm saying, I'm saying because they're selling it, they're probably trying to get a certain amount of money. But like, it can't be more than eight. I'm gonna say eight bucks. Eight bucks for the low price of thirteen dollars with free shipping. 
you can you can get your Regilucky. <laughs> oh, that's stupid. What's the free shipping? They they fly to you. Is that what it is? Uh, you know they're really you know selling it for this. I so. wonder if that Regilucky came from New Zealand. It is possible. Mm-hmm. Possible. All right. Shiny. Shadow Sableye. Oh, God. <laughs> you can't trade it, people! <laughs> well, okay, to be fair, that's the one shady, shiny shadow that makes sense to trade because you purify it, then you trade it, and you get the yeah, return. You can't Sableye. trade the shiny or the shadow! <laughs> yeah, yeah. God. They've sold two. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, they definitely purify. <laughs> They definitely pure. And there's a there is uh, a dollars. There is a bulk discount if you get more than one. Twenty seven bucks. Why are you buying more than what? Well, I guess no. If you're trying to chase the IVs, so twenty seven bucks for one is what your guess is. Let me think. I feel like one's a, it's a little bit more rare. I'm gonna say, but yeah, I'm realizing it's not that gonna be that high. I'm gonna say twenty bucks. Was twenty bucks. You said for. I was actually surprised by this one. Twelve eighty. Okay, but still, people, please don't buy it. You can't get it. You can't trade Shadow Pokemon. So, so Mason did bring a good point. You could purify it, and you know, then you could trade it. But they're selling um, it as the Shadow. If it was so, purified, so I would if, say okay, maybe. But if that's really grinding your gears, <laughs> hold on to your horses. Oh, great. <laughs> Could be like a mythical for sale or something. This is the advertisement. <laughs> Shiny legendary Cresselia Pokemon Go. Does it have grass on it? I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is that five bucks? It can't be more than five bucks. I'm going back to my three dollars. You need to pay me, honestly. Sixteen dollars. That costs more than the, 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 or less than the, what the? 14 have been sold. People are buying these? That's been around in the pool how many times? Mm-hmm. For those that can't see the cameras, because no one can, my hair is getting more and more messed up as I <laughs> just completely melt down. Is So, Cresselia, is that one that, um... You, so you can trade the the crest. It was the, uh, is Cresselia considered a legendary or a mythical? It's a legendary. legendary yeah, it's a legendary. Okay. Yeah. All right, and the last one. If you manage to finish your uh, special research, and got the shiny Lapras wearing a Blanche theme accessory scarf now this one's rare yeah it's it's fresh it's a one-time only item like we've gotten so far 65 bucks mm. hmm. okay wait i mean pico labors go a lot higher this is a one-time only pokemon but it may come back and it's not like nothing super special you can get like shiny lapras i'm gonna go uh, I have no idea. I'm going 80. 80. $49.20 each. $45 for two. 
You mean okay, per for two. Yeah. Seller has six available. <laughs> but see now those are the kind of ones I get confused by. Because you only get like one per account. You can't like even spoof for that. How many of the accounts have you guys got that have six available? <laughs> well, it's the Singaporean grandmothers that get out and walk together <laughs> and they've all just pulled their Pokemon in one pool. <laughs> I need, right, oh, well, okay. Oh, speaking of Singaporean <laughs> grandmothers, I actually in my local community have a grandmother that plays Lucy. Oh, do tell. She gave she gave me permission to talk about her on the show because I was like, you know, I, I was like, I didn't know if I want to mention you. She got into the game specifically because her grandkids played, and then she uh, found it was really good for getting her out to walk and things. Guess who is very upset about the raid change? The actual grandmother I know in my local community is very angry about the raid change. But she's not Singaporean, so apparently she doesn't matter to Nianic, right? Not their demographic. Okay, you know, it's sorry. funny. Well, I've heard that same story, though, um, of like, of an, uh, not like a grandmother specifically, but like of a, oh, yeah, I think a grandmother, yeah, because they said, yeah. they said like either grandchildren or children of their own, maybe, I don't know. But like, yeah, I've gotten this game because my children wanted me to go out and play with them because they wanted to play and I wouldn't like let them or something like that. And now I still play and they don't. So it's like, yep. I, I find that all the time. Just funny. Uh, like, I didn't even know about these Pokemans and th- my kids got me into <laughs> But yes, yeah, so thank you, Lucy, for letting me talk to you on the show. I just, I thought that was very funny. I, was, I, I had a, did a um, lucky trade with her this weekend. Still trying to get my Ky- Hundo Kyogre and it was a 13, 12, 12. Tough. I'm sure there's one on eBay you could, you could get guaranteed Hundo. <laughs> there's a listing out there that says it. And it oh. Hey, Mason, I'll trade you my Shadow Hundo Mewtwo for $1,000, okay? Yo, you got to purify first, though. <laughs> uh, does any Singaporean grandmothers have questions for us? You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Okay, so we have Khaleesi here. Uh, just so you know, Mason, these questions can get a little off the wall. And we're going to start off the wall out of the gate. So Yeah, I was reading it. I don't even understand mainly because I don't know the main series enough. So if you had to choose one of the following items to defend yourself from a hundred Titan Dundonzo with various Tatsugiri inside. So Dundonzo is a new water Pokemon that eats Tatsugiri, which is a sushi Pokemon, which is actually like... I think it doubles its stats. Really okay. cool concept, actually. Yeah. What would you choose? Your grandma slipper. Your own Tatsugiri Dodonzo combo. Maridon slash Coridon's tail. Your fist. Berries from a week ago. A burrito, Tatsugiri, and burritos. This is an easy answer, Matthew. I have no freaking idea. This is all See, like See, if Dino and Astro was here, me. they would know the answer imme- immediately. Well, it's the grandma slippers, obviously. 100% like, your grandma slippers. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I was going to go with my own. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Tats- what's your answer? Own Tatsu Giri do- Dozo com- combos. That's because- probably the safest answer. Because you fight fire with fire, right? <laughs> yeah, but but but, but you, you get your grandma's slipper. You 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 know how that can fire off at your head. So it, imagine it does. It does. It, 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 yeah, they get a they get a nice nice you know 
contact on the behind and you're in pain for a little while. So yep. what have you done, Khaleesi? <laughs> I know. What's this? Oh god! You're if you had about the to next... mix and match oh, okay. two food combos below, what would you? What would it be? You can have fish and ice cream, sausage and a smoothie, salsa and lemonade, or a burrito and a burrito. Mason, what, might... are you, what are you picking? She must like burritos. Is what I'm getting at with this, and I can't blame her. Burritos smack. I, you know, it's one of my favorite. <laughs> they foods. do. It's one of my favorite foods to go to as well. You know, you get the you get the nice little handheld combination of all kinds yep. of different foods in there. Um, <laughs> but I'm not going to go for that combo because it's not really a combo, and like it'd be a little bit too too basic of an answer. I'm going to go for the salsa and lemonade, um, just because I could not imagine fish and ice cream at all. Um, similarly with sausage and smoothie, like imagine drinking a, like a sauce, like breakfast tasting. sausage and a breakfast smoothie though. Okay. I, okay. Your logic there is a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking maybe this might sound crazy, but like if you mix like, you know, salsa is already a little bit runnery. So if you runny, so if you add a little bit of lemonade, it might get a little bit too runny, but like the, 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 the sweet, savory, sour, savory combination might work out a little bit there. So I'm not yeah. sure else. I, I'm gonna say sausage and smoothie, Matthew. I mean, if we're not doing the the logical answer here, the safe answer, I'll I'll, I'll hop on the Mason train. I'll do the salsa and lemonade. Okay, fair. But we all agree, fish and ice cream is an abomination Hell of the man no. and deserves to be burned Hell with fire. No. <laughs> Once again, you can't see our faces, but I'm like over here practically gagging. <laughs> <laughs> do you think I broke this tea tar? Yes, I, I saw this image game. and I is had this no landscape idea mode. How... <laughs> yeah, that's that's insane. Delete your game. It, it's 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 now corrupt officially. Yeah, that's weird. I've never seen that. But I I have I've had done the situation where I I don't know if you like you're able like it's meant to be done, but where I've accidentally went in and out of landscape mode and it's pretty cool. I've even done like GBL battles in landscape mode. Not everything works. I've correctly. not been able to make it work, but I'm on Android. So I don't think you can do it on Android. Yeah, I think it it, it doesn't even happen consistently because I'll try to like turn my iPhone sideways. It doesn't like, randomly do it when I'm like not even planning for it to happen. And I was like, oh, one time I was like, let me try a GBL battle. And it's like, you can't even like switch correctly or so I forget what you can do right um, in the battle, but it, it's pretty funny. Did you win? I'm gonna say I, I think I eventually swapped back to landscape mode to finish the battle because like I like for, I forget what it was it was either switch or maybe it was my charge moves I couldn't do um, activate um, but I think you know I think I lost it eventually because I was like so far behind from like trying to figure out how to that's fair uh, do it or don't do it and she sent us a picture of the rank three best buddy great league shiny. Not Teddy, Teddy Ursa. Ursa. What's the, huh? That's Teddy Ursa. Yeah, Teddy, Teddy yeah. Ursa. And she has 296 XL candy circled. Khaleesi, listen to me and listen to me well. That dust can go to so many more places. Or you could save it and build something that would actually be useful. So absolutely nah. build it so I don't have to worry about you building good Pokemon. Nah. <laughs> Shiny teddy it, bear all day. I think it's pretty good, yeah, isn't it? Like, does it doesn't have a good moveset, like Lick or something? It does have Lick. What what else does it have? Cross, Chop, and Crunch? That's like the most broken moveset I've ever heard. As Play Rough, you could be nuking Altarius with this. Teddy I say Ursa. build it and bring it to your next play series. It's well. only ranked 608. <laughs> well, I think it's because it doesn't, it doesn't reach the full potential, right? 
Oh wait, no, it gets no, the, it's a level. It gets level. It's you have to get it to level fifty. Fourteen ninety seven at level fifty, rank one, fifteen, fifteen, fourteen. So she says she's in rank three, so she's getting there. Yeah, I, I say build it. Do it. Burn it's your dust on something <laughs> awful. That's one Let's less go. thing you, Yo, build you know. You know what? You, you know what? Actually, be hype on that though. A purified version and have stab return. Oh but man! If, no, no, purified would save you candy too. Can you get a purified shiny? Is that one of the shinies yeah. that's... Yeah, it came around for a little bit. Yeah. Okay, okay. Do it. Build the purified version. I mean, I don't I don't, I don't even think XL's the build of your Ursaluna yet, let alone the, start worrying about my <laughs> Teddy Ursa. But at some point, I feel like that'd be a pretty cool spice. I remember, I don't know if you ever heard of this battle or uh, Hatred. I think it's 914, but he only battles with shiny Pokemon. Like, he legit only does that, and he builds only shiny Pokemon. And I remember he would always use, he had a shiny Teddy Ursa he would always use. So, sort of, I just want to give a shout out to him because it reminded me of That's impressive. Yeah. Is there, like, a video of him battling with it? Uh, I would I, love I mean, to see that. He he does like do duo streams with other streamers uh, okay. occasionally, and like 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 legit, like he'll do a- any league, any format. Like he'll build like I, I'm assuming, or I I think I know a lot of them are like trash IVs or whatever he can get for a lot of Pokemon. But it's pretty cool to know that like you know if he's using a Metacham, like you know it's a shiny Metacham. If he's using the Sunfisk, yeah. it's not, like or if it's not shiny eligible, he doesn't he has not built one yet for it. So it is uh-huh. pretty cool to like know all that. Okay, so how many times has the cast Shadow Clawed down a freaking Chansey in Evo Cut? I was using Haunter and got enough energy to win. Good on you, but I'm staying as far away from Evolution Cup as humanly possible. Yeah. I will say, I def- I haven't been playing Evolution Cup, so um, definitely not the same thing, but recently in, uh, what was it, the Ionic meta with beware no not ionic um what's what's the meta with beware and beedrill that was ionic that was ionic okay yeah, yeah i'm right okay i uh i shadow clawed down a uh, munchlax to win um one of those games with my beware not landing the move <laughs> was able to shadow claw down a munchlax so that was that was pretty exciting that's kind of cool yeah in that meta so and it was also to win like it wasn't even like a a, a gym breaker it was actually a game three of like a sylph tournament too i think it was panics um that nice time, so. nice final question from khaleesi since the first time i asked you this in april fool's version didn't go so well how about just what was your best slash favorite prank on any day mason are you a big prankster um i used to do like a, a thing where i would like dumb scare people a lot of times where i like hide around a corner and like um <laughs> scare people so uh i i did i did like to do that sort of thing but not overwhelmingly with like you know planned out pranks and like you know aluminum foiling someone's car or something crazy like that <laughs> matthew so I I personally don't do pranks. Um, I'm just not that clever. But I've had some epic ones done to me. So one one is uh, I used to work uh, for one of my buddies' um, parents' uh, sign company. So you'd make like vinyl graphics and do all this stuff. And um, it was in the middle of winter, and I had left my car uh in their their garage 
um, at the shop because I was going out of town and I didn't want it to get like snowed in. Um, and while I was gone, they decided to have a little fun. Uh, apparently they didn't have a lot of work to do because I come back from my trip and I'm, you know, about to get into my car and my car is completely covered like in an entire vehicle wrap in Elvin and the chipmunks images. So (laughs) I had the biggest conundrum of how, like, do I spend hours trying to peel this completely encased cars wrap off or do I have to suck it up and uh, get to it the next day when I could actually have more manpower to help me. So I actually decided to drive home with like a completely decked out Elvin and the Chipmunks car. And for me personally, it was, it was at the time, probably the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me. And I'm like driving, holding my head, like in my hands so that I don't make eye contact with anybody else on the road. But I was, uh, I was pretty humiliated. And then I found out when I got back to my apartment at the time that the reason why everybody was, um, like honking at me wasn't necessarily because of the Elvin and the chipmunks like vinyl wrap was because in uh nine inch letters on the back of my car, they put got nuts. So. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love it so much. Oh. Uh, I, I mentioned mine that now looking back, I feel bad about it, but um, yeah, being from East Kentucky, and we're a bunch of white guys. This was a prank. Nowadays, this prank would not be in good taste. But yeah, we got my buddy um, thinking he was being arrested by one of the local police that we were friends with um, because he had, quote unquote, had an outstanding warrant that he didn't know about to the point we had him in cuffs and in the back of the car before we circled back around to let him know. Oh, my. Yeah. Wow. Like I said, not not in not in good taste nowadays. But, you know, this yeah. was. 2000 shit you're old <laughs> this is 20 years ago almost <laughs> oh my god it's almost don't worry 20 years ago we have a couple more questions and we could circle back to that oh god i was gonna add on to mine real quick i do remember a story when i like i mentioned i would jump out and scare people um in high school i actually got uh suspended i wasn't a troublemaker at all but i got suspended a couple of days because um one of my friends went in the bathroom it was a girl's bathroom or whatever but there was like a like a pretty long hallway out of there where they would come out and i waited at the end to scare her and i swear there was like no one that went in for like 10 minutes and i was waiting for her to come out and somehow a teacher is coming out of this bathroom and i go to scare my friend and it ends up being a teacher and i got in a lot of trouble for it so oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> Ouch. that, that didn't yeah that didn't work out great for me but uh, LaFleury asks, what has been the greatest thing the internet has taught you in recent memory? You know, other than people can be dicks, that kind of goes without saying. M- Matthew, what's the internet taught you? That sometimes karma strikes hard and strikes first. I like that. Mason? Mm, dang, I can't, I can't even think of anything. I will say one thing I, I always find funny about uh, this game, I know we're, I'm making it all about Pokemon Go here, is but there'll be sometimes I look up like different move stats or just different things, and I'm just always like 
surprised like by the like what i thought it was or like how i thought it was like you know in terms of like the db dpe comparison different things like that so i i just find like i feel like as like someone who's maybe considered a, like a veteran of this game or been playing a while and like pretty decent at the game like i feel like i'm still always learning new different things um through either like you know pv poke website or pokemoves.com so nerd <laughs> 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 I don't know. Uh, Mine's actually that you can make real, like, actual friendship via the internet. Like, that is something that this community has showed me. That's like, there's people that I consider actual friends that, you know, I've traveled to see and hang out with and spend time around, and I enjoy it. That was something, if you asked me pre, you know, world before the whole thing happened in 2020, I would have never believed you when you said that. I, I would even go to argue like in terms of traveled and seen, yes, for sure. But there's even some of my best friends um I haven't I, I haven't even unfortunately been able to even meet in real life yet. Um, you know, like that you know, a lot of even one of the uh, battlers who was um participating in EUIC Maximilian or Max Passad, um, me and him got equated over this game a long time ago, like when I was first getting involved and me and him have always been really close friends to this game. Um, but just based off our location, I've never actually got to meet each other, but I can still consider him, consider him probably my best, if not like, you know, best friend of this game, if not one of my best friends in real life. Yeah, it really is. That That, that is the kind of the cool thing. And that's, you know, to heart back to why it hurts so bad that Niantic's trying to nerf all the online communities is it's because of stuff like that. So that's it. Uh, who's your dad at 13? What brand do you have an unwavering? Oh, good lord! How drunk did he get? <laughs> he, he he did get a uh, little tips. Like he messaged us and said he got drunk and asked some questions, and I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all, there is A through N. Speed run time. <laughs> yeah. A yeah, lot speed, of these what, are speed. A lot of these are speed run. Yeah. What brands do you have unwavering loyalty towards, Mason? Um. This one isn't like a f- actual truth one, but like I don't drink a lot of pop. But if I do, I go towards Dr Pepper. So, um, big shout out to my faction team or, or fa- uh, teammate Arrow who loves Dr Pepper as well. But if I'm gonna drink a pop, it's usually my go-to choice there. Matthew, it really kills me to say this, uh, but Apple, I I am definitely and I'm am an Apple uh, that's shill. True. That's true as well. So much disrespect for you. <laughs> um, I'll be honest. I'm not a, a brand guy at all. I grew up a poor boy from East Kentucky. I took what I could get, and I keep that in my life now. But I do like me some Coke Zero. Just <laughs> saying. Uh, when did you realize that you were old, Matthew? Uh, I realized I was old the about two years ago when I uh, woke up and I had three pinched nerves in my neck and could barely function. And my chiropractor's first question to me is, when did you get into a car accident? I said, I didn't, I just woke up. So I, 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 I got a, an honest answer here. When I realized I was keeping Advil in multiple places in my house, so I didn't have to have it too far from reach. Yep. <laughs> yep. Mason. <laughs> Um, well, a lot of people will say that I'm not old, but, um, I'm older than I used to be before. Um, and I'll tell you, I, you definitely do feel the age increasing over time. (laughs) I will say that I fall asleep 
typically is a lot earlier than I would at one point. I don't know if it runs in the family because my dad used to have a bad back, but there was definitely periods of time. Also, probably my terrible posture from sitting at this desk and playing this game a lot, but I'll definitely feel uh, some back pain here and there. So um, I might not be um, that old to some people, but I'm definitely older than I once have been and uh, definitely feel it sometimes. That's fair. That's fair. I think this one's going to be exclusively for Mason to answer. What's a play Pokemon meta relevant Pokemon that you think is not that good? What's another one that you hate using? And what's your favorite non-meta pick? Okay, Pokemon relevant Pokemon. Okay, play Pokemon. Okay, never mind. Um, that you think. Okay, let's 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 go into like the reverse order because I know I have some good answers for this. So your favorite non-meta pick? I don't know if it's considered meta or not meta, but I really like the. Uh, I don't know how I should pronounce it here. The Drapion, um, the Shadow Drapion that I used in uh, Port Wayne. Uh, no, I'm gonna say Drapion. Um. I really think it's like it almost is like a more dynamic Umbreon in terms of it's still pretty safe, but you you add a little bit of extra coverage for the fairies, and you really you can even run the Aquatel if you want like more coverage versus the the Stunfisk, etc. So a really good flexible pick, and I, one I was actually another one that I was actually testing at one point before Alola Ninetales and Ice generally came became very popular. This might sound crazy, but was Hussinian Electrode. Um, was another huge wall to Lantern, could also sort of handle um, Noctowl and a lot of things. And Wild Charge hit things really hard. So it sounds a little bit crazy, but it actually had a play in the meta before A9 um, became overwhelmingly popular, especially the Shadow Powder Snow variant, which now just chunks through. But like Poison was out of the meta for the grass subtyping. So um, was definitely a little bit of interesting pick. God, that that would have been good, actually. Yeah, I was, I was legit testing it out before A9 became everywhere. Um, and the fact that it also, another like, Shadow Swampert's broken, but yeah, like, it can lose the Shadow Swampert somewhat consider- consistently, so, um, the Shadow Swampert A9 core is sort of, like, sort of did really ruin that. Um, one Pokemon that I hate music- using, as much as it may sound, it's Trevenant, because it is so good, and I feel like I have to bring it, but it just feels so bad to get locked into a Noctowl and like any of the bad matchups and just be like sitting there helpless. I usually do tend for more flexible picks that give me more play generally. Um, but like it's also like most teams have like a Medi Lantern Sunfisk on their team, so it's like not having a Trevenant feels bad when you have like those teams that are so weak to it and people are able to like abuse that weakness um, for generally. And then going back to the original question, one that I think is not good but is meta relevant. Um, I guess I'll go for a personal one, and we, we did discuss this a little bit earlier. But Registeel. Yep. Once again, I always go to the steel types, and like I just feel like so many times the Registeel, like I get the first move through, and it's just like it doesn't KO. I can't lock on down. I'm throwing another 75 energy move to do 20 percent damage, and it just feels like I I don't know. It's just something that's never fit my play style. Um, once again, if I'm going for a steel type. I always go for G-Fisk, and I think yep. I always do include a still type, so it just personally fits me the better. It just has that, I don't know if it's the little bit of the bait opportunity with Rock Slide, um, or what it really is, but it just feels like it's more consistent generally, and it does the job better, so um, I think Registeel's a little bit overrated in my personal opinion. I fully agree with all three of those answers, actually. I would say the only thing I would change is my my non-meta uh, Shadow Glass core. I love yeah. this Shadow Glass well, core. You know, it's funny. I've never got a good Shadow Glass core, so I still have never actually built one. Um, so I've never it's got so to actually fun. test it. So I, I can't even say for sure. But I've seen a lot of people be successful with it, not only in GBL, but even in like um, blind, blind for, I mean, a uh, show six format. So um, 
Ugh, why isn't Campfire rolled out to everyone? Seriously, how can it still be limited invite only? I don't understand. Because Nianic is going to Nianic. What's your favorite pickup <laughs> line, Mason? Oh, oh. Uh, am I allowed to be a little bit inappropriate or no? <laughs> oh, we, yeah. We have yeah, an explicit yeah. tag, but you're fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, one, the one I used to always laugh at because like, I used to solve Rubik's Cube, but it was like... Um, I'm like a Rubik's cube. The more you play with me, the harder I get. Um, <laughs> so uh, I always thought that one was a, a, a pretty funny one. I don't know if it's actually going to pick up any women or uh, I guess males either. But uh, uh, yeah, I like that one. It, yeah, it, Matthew. it's pretty funny. Um, I'm trying to remember how it goes. I think it was, uh, are you a magician? Because when I look at you, everyone else disappears. Look, y'all, I've known my wife since I was 10. I have no game. That's I know where I stand. I'm well aware. <laughs> How does hey, you don't one need learn it. to bait? <sighs> I'm not sure if he's being serious, but if you actually want to think about it, because um, it really is like sometimes a 50-50 guess whether they're going to call the bait or not. But like a good situation like because if it's at the end of the game, then it really is a 50-50 guess. You're just, like, sort of guessing, like, if they, you know they need to get, like, a bait to get to the move, or they're going to throw it right away, they're going to bait. But a lot of times early in the matchups, I sort of think, like, um, like would they shield this? Is there any reason why they would shield this? And if it's, like, likely that they would shield it, maybe it's a little bit more likely for you to bait. Like, if they're at a, you know, a, an, a, like, they have a lot of energy stored, um, and they haven't thrown it off yet, and you're able to beat the, get them to the fast move first, or the charge me first, you're able to like more likely bait because they don't want to lose all the energy. They're more likely to shield there. So you're more free to bait um, in those situations. So that is like some sort of strategy you can use for that. And I'll give the inappropriate answer if you need to ask your parents. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Google. <laughs> uh, no, don't. No, don't. Don't put that in Google. Don't do that. Uh, what's a Pokemon you refuse to build? Ooh. Matthew, what do you refuse to build? Uh, I, you know, I honestly don't know. I always joke, but honestly, probably Chansey. Not just, it doesn't, it's only going to be useful for like one type of meta, really. Mason? So I, I would say similarly, probably the Chansey as well, but, um, uh, I I have some like goal at at some point in my life to eventually like you know I they'll eventually stop being in Pokemon but like have every Pokemon built for like the Great League meta at least if it's viable or able to be built um, at some point just like have one of all of them but I still also have not built or even tried to look into building a Bastidon um, just because I hate playing against that thing and I also don't like to rely on RPS so I hate playing. Or I would I imagine I hate playing as it. Um, so I'm never going to commit to building a Bastion until probably um, a lot later on down my Pogo career. That's fair. Uh, mine mine became even more clear at watching EUIC this weekend. And it's Dunsparce. That thing is just not good enough. I don't think it is either, but I built one. <laughs> I actually built one to help practice someone practice against it. But. That's about the only reason I would probably end up building is if, some, if I had to for someone to help practice. But like it just doesn't close. It has no closing power. Imagine it's, like, it, it's, it's a less bulky Reggie steel. You know, you know, what's interesting though, is that things usually, I don't know how, what the moveset will look like, but things I feel like 
usually as you get to like the next stage evolution, it gets a little bit more attack weight and less bulky. Mm-hmm. Like imagine like a Dun Dun Sparse if that ever becomes a thing and has like a similar move set. Sir, that is named Dumb Dumb Sparse. It's oh, just a would... dumb design. Uh, okay, but I'm just thinking if it does actually become to go and have a little bit more attack because like it's similar to like Registeel with like except for with two charge moves like two draw runs just don't do enough like against the G Fisk. Exactly, yeah, it, it's also because it has a three turn move that it's yeah. relying on. It's so inflexible. Did you ever notice how weird the animation is as well? Though, oh yeah. If you, oh, if yeah. you if you try to base your timing off the animation alone, you're you're lost. You have to like like think once again one four seven and like make sure you're <laughs> focusing on those because like it's similar to charm like if i ever am like focusing on the animations only i somehow always mess it up against rollout and um charm yeah, charm i don't know i cannot time charm by watching it it's it annoys me oh i like this question what's your favorite place to visit outside of your home state and why is it indiana it's not but that's besides the point matthew your favorite place to visit outside of your home state uh probably uh, either Washington D.C. or like Chicago. I love D.C. D.C. is a great mm-hmm. city. Mason, outside outside of your home state, what, what, where are you like going? Yeah, I almost butched, uh, botched, botched, butch. What am I saying? Botched this question because I was going to say my. Uh, I just like to go back to my you know stopping grounds of my university at Penn State, but that's still inside Pennsylvania. Um, it is. So I'd have to say, um, honestly, probably Texas, just because I now have a lot of family down there, and I've even lived down there a little bit. And at, once again, I obviously not that old, but as I get older, um, I'm also get sick and tired of the cold weather in winter. So it's never when winter or cold down there. So it's definitely a Until nice. Until it is, and then the entire state shuts down. Yeah, well, that that is fair too. Yes, but uh, I yeah, I do really in, enjoy visiting Texas when I can, except for I guess in the summer. Then it's like sort of the inverse, right? It's too hot. I spent a couple weeks in Houston in the middle of July, and it was the worst heat I've ever been in in my life. The only time it was worse was I spent a week in Arizona in Phoenix in the middle of summer, and I remember that time walking from my hotel to the hospital I was working at. My the bottom of my shoes were melting. Oh wow! And it was only a quarter mile. Yeah, that makes sense though. It makes I've been here. Arizona is crazy. Uh, meet Florida. My brother lives down there, who I love to go visit. It's got Disney World. It has the beach. It has everything I enjoy. Like honestly, if I ever move outside of Kentucky, I'm moving to Florida. Yeah, that was my second. Just one. not Miami before Astro and Dino pops on next week and says something. It would be St. Augustine. <laughs> Um, ooh, one alcoholic beverage for the rest of your life, Mason. It's just tough because I really do like beer, but like a lot of times I go for, you know, a good old fashioned, um, like Jack and Coke. So I'm, I'm pretty basic overall with my alcoholic taste. Um, but I guess I'd have to stick with beer because nothing I like more than just like watching a game, a football game or a hockey game or just having a cold beer, honestly. So I'm, I'm going to have to go. Do you, do you have a, a favorite beer or a preference? Um, Well, once again, a Pennsylvania thing. Uh, Yingling is probably one of my I favorite I knew you beers. were going to say Yingling. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I couldn't be maybe more basic as a Pennsylvanian, like a, a nice cold Yingling <laughs> to watch my Steelers. <laughs> Matthew? Uh, I... I We'll do probably a Jack and ginger ale. Well, that's a good one. Because Jack Blends. and Coke was mine, yeah. Blends. I'm not a cheap date, y'all. I need blends. Uh, we're going to save the next one for when Dino's back next week because it's kind of supported towards him. 
Which will be better in Go, Mimikyu or Annihilate? That's a hard choice, Matthew. I am not familiar with either of them. Ghost Fairy or Ghost Fighting? Ghost Fairy Mm -hmm. would be better. Right? I don't know, Mason. I want to say he's right there with that thought process, but also think about it. I know it will never happen because they always screw up moves somehow, but two of the most dynamic moves in the game are Shadow Claw and Counter. So think about a ghost fighting type that could have access to both. Oh, that'd be dangerous, but I they probably would botch it, give it like Hex and Low Kick or something, but uh, it would be crazy to think of something potentially having those fast moves. Yeah, I'm definitely going to Annihilate. Because Primeape's already good. And you give it a ghost typing. Just think, you don't even have to change its moveset. Just give it a not, Primeape's moveset with a ghost typing. Yeah, that's true. That is fair. Yeah, that would be good. Um, can we do a shiny meta one month? Possibly. Uh, which celebrity... Which celebrity will you be the most sad when they pass away? I'm going to take PTO when Will Ferrell dies. Mason? Oh, this one's this one is tough for me. Come back to me real quick. Okay. Matthew? Um I don't necessarily know if a celebrity I like care enough to will ferrell though is like when i saw that one i was like that would be that would be a a tragedy for sure um he's in some of my favorite movies um but yeah i'm drawing a blank on on this one as well do you have one sandler oh my goodness yeah okay okay mason all right um i mean i'm just gonna go with like a little bit of a um answer that just fits me a little bit better i don't know if it's even considered a celebrity but i'm a huge sports guy and definitely um a big football guy especially being from pittsburgh so i feel like uh once we lose some of our super bowl winning quarterbacks either terry bradshaw who's getting pretty old or even like big ben i know he's still young so it probably won't happen as soon but just losing any of those like icons that in the stiller history would be pretty just like devastating i was gonna mention um i don't know why but i just remember this happening when this uh, person passed away and my family overall being very devastated was Michael Jackson. Um, mm-hmm. I know I love his music and I'll be bopping it on my stream. So I, it might make sense why. Um, but that was just like one like celebrity death. I remember more than anything vividly and how upset people were about it. happening. So. I'm Kobe was one that I, that, yeah, that Kobe I remember was, really. Be, yeah. I, I'm a big sports guy as well. Also, I'm sorry about your, your pings. My what? Your, your penguins, or no, no, oh yeah, 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 missing the playoffs, yeah, yeah. We, we, there was a period where we controlled our own destiny, so I can't be too upset if you don't perform. You can't, you can't, you can't expect too much. Okay, your current chase Pokemon. What Pokemon are you going after? My, mine's the Hundo Kyogre. That's the only thing I ask for in trades right now. What are you currently chasing down, Mason? Um, currently, um, it's not even currently, it's just, I'm annoyed by the amount of, I think, Volibees that I've hatched from 12k eggs, and I've still yet to get that Hundo Mandibuzz. God, it's so annoying. I feel like for some reason, I've hatched so many of those specifically, but, like, the IVs are always, like, like, they're not even ever even close to a Hundo. They're, like, they're, like, 12, 11, 12, or something like that, and also, still, uh, this might be a lot more people, but I still have yet to hatch a a female Salandan. I've hatched, like, 10 
of those as well, too. I, I traded Lyle one at, at um, Fort Wayne. He's like, are you sure? And I'm like, I've got four, so sure, you can have it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Matthew, what are, you, what are you chasing? Um, I would like... So, my favorite Pokemon was uh, the Shiny Steelix. I did get that, uh, that Shundo. I would love a Shundo Shiny Scissor, which is, like, my second favorite. <laughs> when I got uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. I got that from GBL like way back, way back. Like when GBL, I swear rewards were like almost like a new thing. I swear it was like, I don't even know if it might have always been a thing, but um, like it's so old. It doesn't even show like at the bottom, like where it says like where you got it from. Like it would say like GBL reward. It doesn't even show there, but I, I know it was nice. Oh, jeez. And then what's the longest well or Pokemon that you've been searching for that you've never got? I would say the Hundo Dratini. Or Hundo Dragonite, either or. Mason? I, I, I would have to argue with that, too. Because, like, that's what I've... I actually recently looked at, like, all the Pokemon where you'd want a Hundo for. So I can start, like, focusing on, like, trying to, like, prioritize those if I ever do do trades. Um, and just when they're out and about, if I could try to ever get a Hundo. And I was thinking, I was thinking, like, how do I not have a Hundo Jatini yet? So I'd have to say, in, in, in terms of that, that's that... Or, like, a Dragonite, for example. Um, but, yeah, for... Yeah, I, I that's another thing I don't have a Hundo of. And should, probably should Matthew? Um, it would be a Hundo Lantern. I've done over 2,000 Chinchou trades. I am not exaggerating on that number, and I have not gotten a single Hundo. My Lantern is a 13-15-15 for Ultra League. Ooh, it's not even the 15 attack? Yeah, Ooh. it's not a 15 attack, but it doesn't lose or pick up any matches with it. So it was a lucky two, so I was like, all right, I'll just build it. Okay. Greninja Muffin. We're moving on finally past Hoosier. Uh, first of all, thank you to Astro and the BTW Faction 3 for all the tips when asking for a job. Thank you all. I'll be working retail at my local fish store this summer. That is such a Seattle thing right there. <laughs> uh, assuming all the paperwork works out and I didn't fall or fail to notice any legalities. Astro, you... Okay, now we're going to book in that for next week then. Yep. Uh, yep. Frost Benny. Just like Raid Host have their codes for people joining to add, should people joining have their Venmo for the host to add and <laughs> reimburse the new cost of the remote raid pass? No, you sh- shouldn't join remote raids. Now, what you do is you start streaming and then you file on your taxes as a refund for saying it's part of your job to get the It's a business <laughs> expense now, you know? Like- Yo, I was talking to Fragging and he actually does that because he hosts Well Weeks and he says that like rating is part of like getting the content for his Hell Well Weeks. Oh, 100% is. No, I mean, it, it, it truthfully is 100% is. I'm I never mean, heck, like. Heck, wasn't, wasn't your, um, your trip to, to, to um, Vegas a business expense, Mason? Come on. It should have been. I need to get better with my taxes. I I need to be using Fragit as my accountant. Here soon, <laughs> clearly, you, they they won't audit you for that at all. <laughs> I hope not. And finally, condensing core. If Pokemon battles become illegal, what new entertainment occupation do you think Pokemon would take up? They can't battle, so what are Pokemon going to do? See, I, I actually somehow saw this one when I was scrolling through, like, at one point. Um, so I had, like, an idea, which I don't know if this technically might still be a battle, but I was just thinking, like, dance battles. Oh, um, no, that's not a battle, but that's a bad, that's a more vicious battle. Yeah, so I don't know who would be good Who's at it. Who's got the moves? 
Mr. I think Mime what, and Mr. Rhyme. Don't doesn't Ludicolo have like a nice little like yeah, you know, hip swing or something? No, <laughs> it's easy, easy answer. Jinx. She going to twerk uh, that thing for a day. <laughs> Jinx and low punny. Let's go. <laughs> that's, um, that's a different competition. No. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I tried to move past it. Thank you. Oh, that makes me happy. What was I going to say? Um, <laughs> I think ath- athletics. A okay, I like that. Different sports. Yeah. So before we wrap up, Mason, tell all the people where they can find you. Oh, yes. Yeah. So um, I do uh, most of my content or all my content currently still it does um, reside on twitch.tv uh, um, slash Magic Mason is where you can find me. Um, I typically stream there around Monday through Thursdays consistently ish um, um, around like three to f- I start around three or four p.m. Eastern U.S. time. Um, and then, yeah, just to keep up on any of my other updates with, you know, the play series and any of those updates, even GPL updates, faction, silp updates, um, make sure to check, check me out on Twitter. Same thing, Magic Mason. Um, it's my only social media s- sort of associated with my Pokemon Go personal um, personnel. Um, so, yeah, those two places, Twitch and Twitter, um, Magic Mason. So pretty simple there. And those links, if you can't spell Magic Mason, will be in the show notes for you. Yeah, I do have a unique spelling with my name, Mason, which somehow, even though it's spelled out for a lot of people, they still forget the Y. So, um, interesting. Mason. Yeah. Yeah. I used, to, I, I used to make that joke. I used to say, like, I'm not my son. I'm Mason. Why would there be no, there be no Y? But, uh, yeah. Before we do wrap up, we do want to give out a huge thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support the show, you can for as little as $1 a month, which gets you access to our amazing uh, Discord. The link for that is in the show notes. Make sure you support our BTW Network streamers, Lyle's Jeff 3, Instinct Leader Park, Instinct Leader Spark, Confession, Kyle Throws, Evan77713, Mythical Hitch, King Alexander, Gracie Z on Twitch. All their links will be in the show notes as well on our website. Big shout out to and thank you to our Coach's Corner supporters. Thanks, friend. Moshpit37, Uncle Beastud50, Shoestar, Herm13, The Moustached Golem, the Soup Nasty, Ryan Hood, Sasha McGriddle, Hasuian Ryan, Shade, Rogue King 11, and Slim Sadie. Our BGW Legends, Thanks Obama, E110, Dave49Raptor, King Tom, GBL Loop 22, Clifford Mert, Zimbo Hanan, and Soren Roses. Thank you to our Discord admins, Raya683, Fish on a Heater, and Lyles Jeff. For more exciting content, you can find us over on Twitch. We typically stream two to three times a week, twitch.tv slash BGWPVP. And Matthew, tell them all about the YouTube channel. Yes, so our YouTube channel, BTWPVP Official, has our Getting Good series available. Um, So when you're there, give us a thumbs up, leave a comment on our videos, hit the notification bell to get the updates when we go live or release new content. Uh, This week, we are releasing a video every single day of the week, so look forward to that. Uh, The link for our YouTube channel is always going to be in our show notes or on our website. And make sure you're also following us over on our socials at on Twitter, BTWPVP Podcast. You can always email us, info at BTWPVP.com. Links for our merch store, Patreon, our friends over at Roundtable Chaddock, and the Pallet Town PVP will be in the show notes, as well as on our fantastic website, BTWPVP.com. If becoming a Patreon is not your thing, we fully understand that. The best thing you can do to help us is just spread the word. Tell someone about the show. It does truly help. 
You can also give us a review. Remember, we're only three reviews short of being able to get out a free t-shirt. We got to get those three in this next week. And finally, thank you for listening to the BTW Beginner to Winner PvP Podcast. I'm Wildcat Dad 17 I'm Matthew Breaker. And I'm Magic Mason. Until next time, good luck and get good. Mason, you're a nerd. Am I?